93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Hi, today is Monday. It is January 24th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, there was a fire at a building in Center City Sunday morning. Crews were on the scene of the fire at a high-rise building at 20th and Market Streets. The fire, which could be seen through parts of Center City, broke out shortly around 11.15. Video showed heavy smoke coming from the top of the building, but apparently the fire looked a lot worse than it was, they're saying. Crews contained the fire to the roof and placed the fire under control, according to officials. This is the building that has that, uh, they look like little triangles or little uh, little designs on, on each end of the top of the building, correct? Oh, I, what, uh, Liber- the- Liberty Place are you talking no, about? No, 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 I know what you're talking about. On either side, uh, either uh, side yeah, like little top. diamonds at the top. Diamonds, of the, yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, it was 20th and Market. I don't know. I just saw the the smoke, the video of the smoke, and then they were like, yeah, it really wasn't a big deal. And I was like, really? Because it didn't look that way. Uh, the cause of the fire is not known, uh, and there were no injuries reported, fortunately. I had heard that there was an issue with, the, believe it or not, the cooling unit of the um, of the building. Well, I was at lunch yesterday um, in Chestnut Hill with friends, and uh, my friend just looked up. She goes, uh, my building's on fire. We were like, what? She works there. She works uh, yeah. at the building, yeah. It's called Center Square. Center Square. That's the name of the building? Yes. There okay. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. A stowaway was found alive in the nose wheel well of a cargo airplane that traveled from South Africa to the Netherlands on Sunday, according to Dutch police. I don't know how this is possible. Yeah. Authorities discovered the man hiding after the plane landed in Amsterdam on Sunday morning. He was taken to the hospital in stable condition. I know how he survived. He had one of those aluminum foil blankets. Oh. We saw. <laughs> yeah. They work. They work. The man's name has not been released. His age and nationality are also unknown. The freight flight flew 11 hours from Johannesburg to Amsterdam with one stop in Nairobi. It was unclear whether the stowaway climbed into the aircraft's landing gear in South Africa or in Kenya, the Dutch police spokesperson said. I don't know how he could get air. Depending, they must not have gone to a, an altitude that... Uh, that, even that it was not, 11 hours. How's yeah. that even possible? I don't know. I have no idea. An investigation into the incident is ongoing. It's unusual for stowaways to survive long flights due to the cold temperatures and low oxygen levels at high altitudes. The Philly Goat Project is, hosting, is the host to one of the mo- most unique holiday traditions in the Philadelphia area. The annual tree cycling event at the Aubrey Arboretum allows anyone to donate their Christmas tree to the farm for yeah. a good purpose. Guests are asked to bring a $20 donation if possible. The event helps support the many programs that the Philly Goat Project has, including their internship programs, teen job program, nature programs, and many more. The Is goat- this for artificial as well, Kathy? No, or- I don't think so. No, because the, go- the goats are going to eat it. Oh, so. that's right. You don't want that. Yeah. It has to be a real tree. Uh, the goats will be snacking, they're saying, on the trees until April due to the number of donations that they received. The remaining trunk and scraps from the trees are chipped up and used as bedding for trails on the farm and also around the city. Yeah, I did that in the city beat uh, and a goat can eat one of those in 20 minutes. Oh, it's amazing. An entire tree. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> they eat every single tree so uh, no tree w- will go to waste said one of I the volunteers at the Philly Goat Project. I didn't realize they, they consume that much. <laughs> right? They seem like casual grazers, not machines from hell. Uh, the farm is open to visitors year-round and offers many free programs to the public. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. The Sixers beat the Spurs 115 to 109 last night in San Antonio. They did it! 
Joel Embiid had 38 points and 12 rebounds. It was Embiid's 14th straight uh, straight game with at least 25 points. <laughs> Tobias Harris added 18 points and 11 rebounds, and Furkan Korkmaz had 17 points. As the Sixers won their seventh straight game over San Antonio, the Sixers will be back at home tomorrow night against the Pelicans. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. The Flyers are at home tonight and will host the Dallas Stars. The puck was set to drop at 7 o'clock. And in the NFL, the final four is set. All four playoff games this weekend ended in walk-off wins. In yesterday's games, the Los Angeles Rams beat the Buccaneers in Tampa 30-27. to Matthew Stratford threw for 366 yards and two touchdowns without an interception and used a pair of long completions to NFL rec- uh, receiving leader Cooper Cup to, posi- uh, to position the Rams for Matt Gray's 30-yard field goal as time expired. The Rams yeah, will host next Sunday's NFC title game against the San Francisco 49ers, aiming for a second trip to the Super Bowl in four seasons. In the AFC, the Chiefs came back to beat the Buffalo Bills 42-36. to Patrick Mahomes led Kansas City down the field against the NFL's top-ranked defense. Then found Travis Kelsey in the corner of the end zone for, uh, from eight yards, giving the Chiefs the victory. The lead changed hands three times in the final two minutes of regulation, and there were 25 points scored over that stretch. Harrison uh, Butker, who earlier missed a field goal and an extra point, drilled a 49-yarder as time expired to force the extra session, and when the Chiefs won the coin toss, they were able to win the game. The Chiefs will get a visit from Cincinnati next Sunday, becoming the first franchise in NFL history to host four consecutive conference championship games. And that's what I have for you this morning. Hi, right, thanks, Kath. Welcome back from the weekend, everyone. Uh, resetting with a new Word of the Week prize. we got Steven Singer Jewelers Valentine's Day prize pack to give away. Uh-huh. And that will include a Ring of Hearts diamond necklace and a triple Emerald City Rose Bundle. Uh, one of each of their brand new roses. Uh, so you get that, and it uh, comes with a display and the whole deal. So we'll do that uh, for the Letter of Day Word of the Week prize, and then we're stocked up with some other things that we'll give away through the course of the week, a chance for you to some uh, win some freebies. And awesome. That, we're just going to hang out and work our way through a Monday. We'll hold hands and sing kumbaya. Uh, sing kumbaya. It's what we do. So uh, let's take a break, come back in a second, and get some heavy stories uh, from the entertainment report to pass along, some really intense stuff. Uh, but we'll have a stupid question, some things to give away. We'll when we get back as well. Stay put because we'll return shortly. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. In-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question prize, $50 Primo Hoagies gift card is what we're going to give away. The question I have for you this morning, interesting one. What does the Saphir Simpson scale measure? Mm -hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Do you know what the Saphir Simpson scale measures? Then you should call now and let's see if you can get yourself a prize. I'll go through some birthdays while we are awaiting your answer. Today... Is Monday, January twenty fourth. It is Neil Diamond's birthday play it today. Now, yeah. Play it now, play it now, my baby. So uh, Neil is uh, eighty one years old today. One of the best. 
Yep. Great songwriter, great performer. Not performing anymore, though, right? Mm, I think I he think gave he has it some up. sort yeah. of uh, health issues. He uh-huh. does. Yeah. I was. What was I? T- I was telling Caroline something about uh, Neil Diamond yesterday. Oh, I know what it was. We were talking about um, one of the songs. I think uh, did he write? Um, I'm a believer for the monkeys. Yes, he yeah. did. I was telling Caroline that, and I'm like, you know what else he wrote? A song called "Sweet Caroline." Yeah, like, yeah. He said uh, that song used to haunt her. Oh. <laughs> But I think she's okay with it. Remember when he turned his hand at acting in the movie The Jazz Singer? Yeah. With yeah. Uh, Lucy Arnaz, yeah. a junior, I go, whatever the hell she goes by. But, uh, yeah, it's a pretty terrible movie. Lawrence Olivier was in it and played his father. One of the great, greatest songwriters of Unbelievable. all time. Unbelievable. Huge Not catalog. so much an actor. Of, uh, of great music. He's so. to acting what Michael Jordan was to baseball. <laughs> he turns uh, 81 today. Uh, speaking of acting, David Diggs. Hey. Has his birthday today in uh, Hamilton. He was Lafayette. Oh, okay. he's great as is uh, that character, and uh, he turns forty years old today. But he's been in a bunch of movies and, and TV shows and things. Uh, Mary Lou Retton has her birthday today. Gold-winning gymnast uh, in America, nineteen eighty. I think so. 84. LA Olympia. She dominated. In 1980, there were no American athletes in the Summer Games. That's right. In 84, there were no Soviet and Eastern Bloc athletes. Right. And uh, she, uh, yeah, she was uh, our dominant uh, gymnast. She turns 54 years old today. Really cute smile. Yes. Her big, toothy smile. She's Mm -hmm. still uh, full of joy. Uh, You have actor Michael uh, on. Antkian, I guess is how you say his name. From and, 30-something? Uh, I don't know if he was in 30-something, but he was uh, one of the main characters in Slapshot. Oh, yeah, totally he's the guy. guy. That, he's yeah. the guy that wouldn't fight. Right. Uh, and strips down, right? right? At the end, yeah, yeah. strips down. Uh, but he was in Twin Peaks and uh, the show The Rookies. He's 76 today. God, I remember that. That was the first time you ever saw Kate Jackson was in that show years ago. You remember, did you remember that show? Uh, the Rookies? Yeah, yeah. I remember it, but I don't yeah. remember it. Remember it. I, I was aware of it. I'm a little bit older than you. I remember that. We we just got in our first black and white TV, and we were watching Uncle Milty, and then the rookies came. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Uh, Tatiana Ali. Yeah. I oh. remember her on uh, Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh. Ashley. Who, who are you thinking? Uh, Muhammad Ali's daughter. What's her name? Layla Ali. Layla Ali. I believe okay. so. But Tatiana Ali was, uh, yeah, she was uh, she was the little sister on Fresh Prince, and uh, I, she turned out to be a beautiful young woman. <laughs> she sure did. Uh, she was in Kiss the Girls, Jawbreaker, a few other movies. She is 43 today. Get her on the phone for me if you could. Stop it. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Nastasia Kinski uh-huh. uh, has her birthday. She was uh, she was a model actress, right? Yes. She was in the movie Cat People and yeah. uh, a few others. Tess. Yeah. Kind of a better a model than an actress. <laughs> She's 61 today. Matthew Lillard uh, turns a year older. Like that guy. Uh, Scream, Scooby-Doo, The Descendants as well. You know what he's good into? It's it's kind of my one of my favorite guilty pleasure horror movies, 13 Ghosts. Really? Okay, yeah. I haven't seen that in a long, long yeah. time, but I remember that. He's good. Yeah, he's uh, 52 today. We had him in the studio a couple of times, and uh, what was it, Up the, up up the, the Creek? Up the, up yeah. The, yeah. yeah, the cast yeah. was in for that. Yeah, he was with uh, Seth, Seth Green. Green. Yeah. yeah, they both came in. Yeah, Or was it called Without a Paddle? I think it was called Without a Paddle. Is Might it? have been without a could, could be. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. One of the two. One of those references. <laughs> the last birthday is uh, Ed Helms, The oh. Office, The Hangover Movies. Uh, he is uh, turning a year older, and he lands at 48 today. And I'm not uh, I'm not opposed to his National Lampoon vacation reboot. I, thought he, did, I thought he did yeah. a pretty solid job. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first interview I ever booked on the Preston and Steve show. It was no Ed way. Helms. Yeah, it was at Bag of Y100, and he was working wow. for The Daily Show, but yeah. That picture of him uh, having a uh, a car battery attached to his nipple 
uh, it still kills me. Uh, and, and I guess it was a, a Daily Show bit or something so, like yeah. that. Uh, but if you if you pull up if you search his name, sometimes that picture comes up. And I love it. He is uh, 48 today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. What is the Saphir Simpson scale measure? 215-263-WMMR. It is Cindy that we will go to this morning. Hey there, Cindy. Hi, good morning. Uh, Cindy, what does the Saphir Simpson scale measure? Hurricanes. 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 Yeah. Yep, it is the strength of a hurricane, <laughs> and Cindy got it right, and we are going to give her a $50 Primo Hoagies gift card, big games, big parties. It isn't just football, it's an experience, so don't settle for an average catering tray. Make it Primo. Order now, primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie, it is a Primo. So that's hurricane wind velocity, and the Fujita scale is for tornado, right? Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so whatever the uh, I don't know if it means wind velocity, but it's hurricane strength. All right, so that's what it, that's what it measures. All right, so we'll go through some of the box office uh, take this weekend. Uh, Spider Man No Way Home still number one, <laughs> still cranking it out fourteen point one million dollars, uh, and in fact, it is now the fourth highest grossing movie at the domestic box office. Uh, and it will need to make forty point one million more to beat out Avatar in third place. Uh, then you have Scream, followed by Sing 2, Redeeming Love, The King's Man was fifth, uh, The 355, American Underdog, King's Daughter, West Side Story, and Licorice Pizza rounded out the top ten. So we got this story late in the show on Friday, and I'm sure you're aware of it by now, but Louis Anderson died on Friday. He was 68 years old. Sucks. He was uh, battling blood cancer at a hospital in Las Vegas. At the time of his death, he was diagnosed with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. Uh, the most common type of non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Here's another case where we'd heard, I'd heard nothing about him being sick. Yeah, uh, his longtime publicist, Glenn Schwartz, said uh, he is survived by his two sisters, Lisa and Shanna Anderson. Cause of death was complications from cancer. Uh, he won an Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series in 2016 for his role as Christine Baskets, <laughs> mother to Zach Galifianakis's Chip and Dale uh, on the FX comedy Baskets. And he also won two daytime Emmys for his animated series, Life with Louie, in 1997 and 1998. We have him, an audio clip of him accepting for baskets, if you want to. Okay. okay. It's over, Case. Uh, or yes. just place I, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. Here we go. I had this family who propelled me in to this business because of the chaos I was raised in. And this is the outlet, and I'm playing my mom. This is her award. I'm stealing every little nuance she had. Every little thing your mother does, at some point in your life, you'll find yourself doing it. Just embrace it and realize that they won. And there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) Uh, Making his national television debut on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in 1984, Anderson went on to have an extensive career in stand-up comedy and acting. Uh, on top of this, he wrote four books, including Hey Mom, Stories from My Mother, uh, but you can read them too, uh, which was published in 2018. Uh, many celebrities took to Twitter to honor uh, Anderson. One of them was Brian Cranston, who starred on The Louis Show with Anderson, and he wrote, uh, I was saddened to hear the news today of Louis Anderson's passing 26 years ago. I played his best friend in the series. 
And this morning, I've been wistfully remembering that experience with him. Uh, Louis was known for being big, but that wasn't just in his presence. He was also big-hearted, an expert in the craft of comedy, and a very kind man. Very cool. We actually we we have his first appearance on national television. A clip from him on the Tonight Show, and he had that rare occurrence where Johnny called him out for a second, you know, bow. Okay. Oh, wow. here we go. My next guest is named uh, Louis Anderson. He's making his first appearance on national television. Louis Anderson. <laughs> I can't stay long. I'm in between meals, so bear with me. <laughs> I was just at McDonald's, and all those statistics just changed. So. <laughs> I went shopping today. What's this? One size fits all stuff. <laughs> being in California, being fat, and uh, try to get into this California life. Went to the beach the other day. Every time I'd lay down, people would push me back into the water. <laughs> He's dying. And the bums down at the beach always coming up to you, those guys. Hey, buddy, could you help me out with a sandwich? Well, sure. Where is it? I want to play a clip from him in uh, Coming to America. Yeah. It's a short clip, but uh, here we go. Hi. <laughs> you know, I started on cleanup just like you guys, but now... See, I'm washing lettuce. Soon I'll be on fries. Then the grill. A year or two, I make assistant manager. And that's where the big bucks start rolling in. Uh, Such a great story about Uh him getting that role because he was at a restaurant, saw Eddie Murphy uh, having lunch, and he picked up the tab, and uh, he was getting ready to leave, and Eddie called him over, and he thanked him for it. And then shortly after that, he was casting um, Coming to America, and he... Give him a roll because, That's awesome. of, because of so that cool. moment. Yeah, smart move, that man. Moment, yeah. One of, uh, we loved having him in the last time he was yeah. in on the show, and just a great and a, and a big a big loss. Yep, yep. Uh, here's another terrible loss. Uh, Oscar-winning actress Regina King is mourning <sighs> the loss of Ian Alexander Jr., her 26-year-old son. He died by suicide on Friday night after he had just celebrated his 26th birthday on Wednesday. <sighs> Uh, King said in a statement that her family is devastated at the deepest level by the loss of Ian. Uh, she said he is such a bright light uh, who cared so deeply about the happiness of others. Our family asked for respectful consideration during this private time. Thank you. There was, there was footage of him celebrating or uh, I, with her just recently. And uh, I forget where they were, what the story was. But he again, you see this guy who looks like he's having a blast but you never know what's going on behind the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexander Jr. was King's only child, uh, who she shared with her ex-husband, record producer Ian Alexander Sr. Uh, and Alexander Sr. had married. She and uh, Alexander Sr. married in 1997. They divorced a decade later. Uh, and many stars took to Twitter, obviously, to support yeah. uh, Regina during this horrible, horrible time. It's 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 a parent's nightmare. It's it's yeah. the absolute worst. There's nothing beyond uh, that could be worse than that. So. Uh, terrible news from her world. Law enforcement sources uh, had said, uh, reported initially to TMZ that Arnold Schwarzenegger was involved in a bad car accident, so yeah. bad that his monster SUV rolled over on top of another car, and that <laughs> driver was badly injured. Uh, Arnold was driving a Yukon SUV. This thing's gigantic. When it collided with a red Prius. Uh, his SUV started to roll and then ended up on top of the Prius and then continued rolling to the left into a Porsche Cayenne. 
Uh, one witness said it, it was crazy that it looked like a stunt in a movie. Uh, the collision was intense enough that the airbags deployed on the Yukon. Uh, the woman who was driving the Prius was injured. She was bleeding heavily from her head. Mm. Uh, an ambulance took her to the hospital. This report I'm reading is from that Friday when it happened. Yeah. Uh, Arnold said, uh, apparently is okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they asked him uh, what's five plus five, and he said, "So, what year is it?" Uh, <laughs> if we use the medical check we administered on Mister Peanut, he's he's doing great, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, Arnold was barely okay, but he was very very concerned about the injured woman. And oddly enough, Jake Steinfeld, the Body by Jake fame guy, Body by Jake, was at the scene at the time of the crash. The is he an EMT in uh, California? I or? don't think so. Yeah. He, he and uh, he and Arnold are, are close friends. Thank uh, you, Jake. In fact, when Arnold was governor of California, Jake was the chairman of the governor's council on physical fitness. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the witnesses says it appears that the Prius was on Sunset Boulevard and Arnold was on Sunset turning left in the opposite direction where the collision occurred, and they believe that the accident was his fault. Oh, boy, man, because that's, uh, yeah, you got to see the pictures because it's pretty amazing. The vehicle is up on two wheels. It's on top of both of the other cars. Um, So we'll see how this plays out. They said he was turning left, but there was a left turn arrow that was still red. And I guess he was not ticketed for it as of now. So, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that... uh, you know, you're in this horrible crash, and you get out, and Arnold is standing there. He's like, wait a minute. for this, the yeah. crashing the cars and the Prius and this, this kind of thing. All right, here's some uh, friendlier news, because I still have some other downer stuff. But Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra's fairy tale romance yeah. is adding a new character, the new Jonas Brother member. Uh, sorry, I should say the Jonas Brother member and the Indian actress uh, shared Friday that they have a new bundle of joy joining ah. their family with an announcement on Instagram, they said, we are overjoyed to confirm that we have welcomed a baby together via surrogate. And we respectfully ask yeah! for privacy during this special time as we focus on our family. Uh, in an interview with... I Vin- like how they make public uh, public statements asking for private time. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we would like to ask for some quiet, private time. In an interview with Vanity Fair that was uh, published on the 13th, uh, Chopra toyed with the idea of adding a baby into their busy, busy family dynamic. Why not? Uh, that uh, big part of the couple futures plans. Um, and she said, by God's grace, when it happens, it happens. Uh, Jonas and Chopra married in 2018 in several ceremonies over three days in December. They initially hit it off in May of that same year after seeing Beauty and the Beast in concert with a group of friends at the Hollywood what? Bowl. It's so magic. That's, that's what did it? Yeah. Beauty and the Beast? That's how they met. Oh, I yeah. misunderstood. What I did thought, you think? I thought that's what, like, what led to the uh, baby coming home, and I, no. I, I missed the middle part. Of the the whole thing. And then they saw the Frozen, <laughs> and then Shrek. <laughs> No, this, uh, was, this was in 2018. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, and well. they initially met that May after seeing Beauty and the Beast in concert with a group of friends at Good the Hollywood Bowl. So That's isn't that nice? That's nice. All right, so I'd seen this story and then a follow-up to it. So actor Garrett Hedlund, what I initially saw over the weekend, that he's being sued two years after a DUI charge 
Uh, the actor was sued for negligence by a mother and daughter who were severely injured in a horrible head-on crash after Headland's blood level tested at .36. Whoa! Yeah, that's pretty hammered. That's a case where you have blood in your alcohol. Four times uh, the legal limit. And then I saw the story this morning. He yeah. was arrested for public intoxication on oh. Saturday, just one day after it was announced that he and Emma Roberts had called it quits. Yeah. The country strong actor was taken into custody in Franklin County, Tennessee, and his bond was set at $2,100. Hedlund and Roberts were together for three years, and their son, Rhodes, is only a year old. Following the news of the split on Friday, Hedlund released his debut music single called The Road, uh, which seems to be about the breakup. Lyrics of the song read, 4,000 miles to just be still. Was it worth it? I said goodbye, and I love you as well. I know you heard it. Thing sucks. Doesn't even rhyme, man. <laughs> he is um, so a talented actor. Yeah. A good-looking guy. He's a good-looking guy. And a good blues actor. is obviously doing him in. Yeah, yeah. Us Weekly reports that in uh, January in 2020, like I said, he was arrested for driving under the influence with uh, that really high BAC count. Um, <sighs> and in that uh, lawsuit, uh, the. Uh, the two people that are uh, filing this said Hedlund's conduct was despicable in that he knew and was educated in the dangers present to plaintiffs and the public when he operated a vehicle while intoxicated. Uh, there was a very strong odor of hard liquor emitting from his breath, uh. body, and the cab of the Jeep, despite the windows being open and broken. There were open bottles of alcoholic beverages in the vehicle, which Hedlund discarded prior to the arrival of police. He tried to flee the scene of the accident by attempting to continue to turn on his vehicle and dry, and uh, driver, forcing others to take away his keys and prevent him from leaving. It's a uh, mess, man. And then, yeah, so Schwarzenegger. They're asking for punitive damages. Schwarzenegger just hired him as a chauffeur. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And so, got to reconsider that. So, now. I don't know the story on his public intoxication. It, it doesn't have details on that if he was, like, you know, wandering around or if he was being, you know, loud and obnoxious or if he gotten. But, but anyhow. It's enough. Yeah, it's yeah. enough. So, uh, yeah, that guy's having some real problems. So, I hope he gets it together. Um, and they ju- you said they just announced the split. Yeah. Split. So, just, yeah. I, I just scrolled through uh, Emma Roberts' um, Instagram account and there are no photos. Of Garrett Hedlund. Okay. That's a good sign. Yeah. Wiped it clean. Yeah. Gone. Wow. Uh, Hugh Hefner had a treasure trove of secret sex tapes that he recorded at the Playboy Mansion. And according to a no- new documentary, he wouldn't ask for his partner's permission. And that is illegal. It is. Uh, in a clip, his former girlfriend, Sandra Theodore, reveals Hef would tape just about everybody, including her. She says that he was, or she was shocked the first time she saw herself in two screens. In the bedroom, Sandra claims when they invited other women into the bedroom, some would be weirded out by the camera. Sandra says that Hef would pretend to stop recording so the women would feel more comfortable, but he never actually pressed the stop button. And that series debuts tonight, yes. so I'm looking forward to this it's because a- it's uh, it, it, apparently there's a lot of stuff we were very unaware of con- con- concerning his world. It's a new A&E series titled Secrets of Playboy. Uh, his former butler adds that Hef recorded celebs and athletes having sex with other women in his bedroom, and with these sexual tapes <laughs> came power. Turns out he might have been a degenerate. Uh, the documentary claims that Hef would host what he called Pig Night, oh boy. where he would invite prostitutes to come over to his mansion to have sex with his pals once a week. And now, Pig Night? Yeah, these oh new claims God. allege there may have been a collection of these... <laughs> <laughs> Of these oh sex God. acts caught on camera. Can you? So you are 
Hey, I'm Hugh Hefner. Having a pig night tonight. You guys want to come over? You're up to your neck in centerfolds and pe- women who are living in the house, but that's not enough. You go. For you got to go night. hire hookers to come to the house. Well, yeah, you wanted to make sure that yeah. you know everybody got laid. Sure. So, so you do. You hire the pros. That's what you do. You hire your pigs. <laughs> oh my god. Pig Dear night. Christ. Wow. Uh, if Hef videotaped people with whom he had sex with it without asking their for permission, obviously it's a crime. Uh, and you can catch the first part of this documentary tonight on A&E. Uh, in a statement released to Entertainment Tonight Sunday, Sidney Poitier's family announced that his funeral will be a private affair due to the pandemic. Uh, the statement read, the Poitier family so appreciates wonderful outpouring of love, support, and affection for Sydney. These have been many, there have been many inquiries about uh, an event to honor his life at this time due to the coronavirus pandemic. A private memorial service has been arranged for the family with the possibility of a more public memorial service should the virus numbers subside in the near future. The only non-family member invited to this service is Courtney Stodden. Oh, oh, oh God. God. Good for her. <laughs> Well, she's such a sweetheart. They were such dear friends. Uh, This is pretty wild. Uh, Goldie Hawn, in an interview, recalled a time early in her career when she was sexually harassed by cartoonist Al Cap. Al Cap of Andy Andy Cap, right? Is that the same? No, he did um, Little Abner. Little Abner, that's right. Uh, so he was a very, very successful and famous. It was huge, yeah, yeah. So Han said that she went to Cap's apartment for an audition when she was nineteen. She said, "In he walks with his." Well, I didn't know he had a wooden leg, but he did, <laughs> and he walked like he had a wooden leg. He had this uh, insidious grin, and it was really ugly. And he said, "I'll be back in a minute." I'm just going to go slip into something. What do you think he came back in? A robe. Of course. Do you like farts? <laughs> uh, she said, so now I'm freaking out because I'm recognizing that something is going on. Oh, boy. And she claimed that Cap told her to, quote, look stupid, look like an imbecile, uh, before he asked her for her kiss. This is horrible. And later exposed himself. This okay. is horrible. I never liked Lil Abner. I liked I liked the women, you know, the when you were a little kid and you were seeing women drawn that way in a comic strip. It was kind of nice. But the comic strip itself I found depressing, you know, uh, the the characters. But that, it went on. It was a musical. It was, a you know, a, yeah. a, a, a movie, a Broadway thing. It was, it was huge. Han said she walked out of the audition telling Cap that she'd never get a job like this. Uh, so, kind of a weird little story. Touch my leg. Oh. The past. Know the wooden one. <laughs> no, the wooden one. <laughs> You're basically being... Uh-huh. A pirate is attempting to seduce you. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Following the birth of her son, Malcolm Hip, in November, uh, Olivia Munn got a surprise visit from her friend and hairstylist, uh, Kylie Fitzgerald. Uh, Munn shared a photo... I'm here! A photo of herself with her hair in curlers and Malcolm in her lap to Instagram on Sunday. And she said, when your friend shows up and surprises you with a blowout, even though you're in a robe and not going anywhere, uh, thank you, uh, she wrote to him, for making me feel a little less postpartum. Shut the f*** up! So getting her hair done made all the difference. It's just in. She she is uh, looking very attractive. Yeah. 
We're going out to Olivia Munn's house where she's getting her hair done and is making her feel good. Jim, what does it look like there? <laughs> she does seem happy, Tom. Like, uh. says Jimmy Glushinsky. <laughs> at Olivia Munn's house where she's feeling uh. happier now that her hair is done. Yep. So she's uh, she's coming around, feeling a little bit better, and uh, and the haircut made all the difference in the world. I all see right. this guy popping up all over the place. Is he the new celebrity hairstylist? Oh, I don't know. It's a lady. Oh. Her name oh, is Malcolm. A guy. I, I buy Kylie Fitz. Uh, so it like, says, uh, oh, her son is Malcolm. Oh, yeah, Kylie. And is that's Ky- the guy? Kylie, Kylie Fitzgerald. Kylie oh. Fitzgerald is the person doing the hair, and I believe that's a woman. Then I'm uh, thinking of a totally different person then. All right. All right. Uh, let's see here. I don't get my hair done much. Let's see. I have, oh, yeah. So following a cast complaint and independent investigation concerning misconduct, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child star James Snyder has been removed from the Broadway play. According to Variety, the complaint was filed by Diane Davis, who plays Ginny Potter, who's Harry's wife in the show. And the show's producer is quoted as saying, Miss Davis has made a personal decision to take a leave of absence out of respect for her privacy and to maintain the integrity of the investigation. We will make no further comment regarding the matter. So, Nia, uh, does anybody have any desire to see this? Uh, is it getting good reviews? or I, think... I don't know. This is a Broadway play? Yeah, and okay. it started on London. I think it started on the West End. I don't think J.K. Rowling had a ton to do with it. I think that they sort of used some of her... Uh, guidance on it, but I, she did not. She's not the sole writer on it. All right, and I've heard uh, like Harry Potter fans that go and see it, they love it. So okay. I, I don't want to besmirch it. I just I'm not that interested no in desire. it. Right. Yeah, but it's them as full blown adults, right? I you know what? I don't even know, Steve. I yeah. believe so. Yeah, I believe it. It happens after everything that we've already seen before. But who did Harry end up with? You, Ginny, Ginny Potter. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, Ginny so- Weasley. Or Jenny Weasley, yeah. but she's now... So in this, she's Jenny Potter. She's the hyphenate president, Jenny Weasley Potter. Jenny Weasley Potter. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Didn't want to lose Weasley. Yeah. J-W- JWP. <laughs> uh, so listen to this. Uh, today reports that two Ana de Armas fans filed a lawsuit uh, seeking to recoup $5 million for Universal for editing de Armas out of the film yesterday. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, this is exactly true. Connor Wolf and Peter Michael Rouza were um, disappointed to discover that despite her appearing in the trailer for yesterday, uh, the actress wasn't featured in the final cut of the film. Uh, the lawsuit, which was filed on Friday, states because consumers were promised a movie with Anna de Armas by the trailer for yesterday, but did not receive a movie with any appearance of Anna de Armas at all. Such consumers were not provided with any value for their rental or purchase. Like, couldn't they just simply give them a refund instead of $5 million? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, that might cut it. Now, so. I know why $5 million might seem more enticing, um, right. but uh, this, this to me, is going to immediately be assessed as a frivolous lawsuit. Yeah. I need to see the trailer so I, I know what they're talking about. And I have actually watched this movie twice in the last uh, month or so. Yeah. I love this movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. 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 And and I yeah, in case I, I would have to go back and watch the trailer and see where they would show a blip of her. Right. You know, because clearly she wasn't integral to the plot. If you want to see her and see her, Blade Runner, uh twenty uh nine oh two one oh is uh uh, she's very sexy and featured prominently in that. Oh, I saw her. In Knives Out. She was in a movie before Knives Out and uh, Blade Runner where you see her. See her, see you her? see her, see her uh-huh. in her birthday suit. I can't remember the name of it. Overdrive? But, uh, War Dogs? Uh, Exposed? No, that, I think that it might sounds be, like a, a, uh, a contender. Who's in Overdrive? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, this computer has gotten slower and slower. 
Uh, I don't know if that's the one. Scott Eastwood, Freddie Thorpe. You know the Thorpe. Oh, the Thorper. Yes. Yeah, the heavy <laughs> hitters. Uh, I'm gonna have to do a, a you know, a, a deep dive. We're gonna talk about this off air. Tell you what, what, get on the phone right now with Bill. Okay, and okay. see if we can do a special <laughs> Sunday segment. <laughs> In the origins of uh, Darmus. Yeah. All right, so uh, one other thing. Uh, producer Will Packer announced on Good Morning America Friday that Girls Trip 2 is underway. Yeah! The original Girls Trip features Queen Latifah, Regina Hall, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Tiffany Haddish. Uh, and apparently he said, can't we all use a post-pandemic trip, my friend? I think that the time is actually right, and this is something that I will tell you and break right now in GMA that Girls Trip 2 sequel we are underway. I actually so. fell to my knees when I heard the news at home. If you were dying for that, then this is your <laughs> salvation. Did, did you see that movie, Kathy? It was it was definitely marketed towards women. I didn't see it. Okay. Uh, we're ready to roll the clips. During World War II, a cargo plane crashed behind enemy, enemy lines, and a squad of soldiers face off against powerful supernatural force in War Hunt. Huh. And here, Jackson Rathbone talks about why he took the role. You know, when I look at projects, I want to see something with high stakes that really kind of sink my teeth into. But I also really like to work with actors that, or producers, but uh, with, in this case especially, the actors. You know, getting uh, getting a chance, hopefully, to have, have worked with Mickey Rourke and, and Robert Nepper. That was really what drew me to the project. I don't, I don't, want to, I don't think I want to see it. War Hunt is on Prime Video right now. Here's the next clip. The Gilded Age follows a woman in 1882 who moves from Pennsylvania to New York and must choose to follow rules of society or make her own path. In this clip, Tasia Farmija uh-huh. talks about what she likes about her character. The thing that I relate to uh, immediately with Gladys was her frustration of, of growing up in a house with like seemingly arbitrary rules. They didn't make sense and why she couldn't go out, why she couldn't just find a husband. Fine, she can't have freedom without a husband and let her get a husband. Oh, this husband's not good enough. I need a different husband. You know, the mother has, her mother Bertha has so many expectations for her. And I think every person can relate to that in some regards. <laughs> I think I said Tasia. Tasia is, I guess, how you pronounce her name. That's uh, Vermeer's sister. Vera, right? I think so, right? Vera, yeah. Vera Farmesia. Is it Vera? I think it's Vera. Okay. Uh, the Gilded Age is available on HBO today, by the way. So huh. you can see one of the Farmiga sisters on there. All right, and there you go. Your entertainment report for today. By the way, we have a new Daily Rush video. Uh, if you would like to see Kathy's <laughs> post COVID taste test, we have that. I've not watched it yet, but uh, we were here for it when it happened. But after Kathy's recovery from COVID, she still can't taste anything. Uh, and we threw lemon juice, wine, hot sauce, all kinds of stuff. Wine it's, tasted like water. Wine, t- it's terrible. Oh, oh my God. God. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and if you follow MMR on Instagram, you'll get it delivered right to your feed. It's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. Uh, you can learn more at Xfinity.com. And if you want to check us out live, we are streaming on YouTube every morning now, so you can peek into the studio, see what we're up to, and consume the show that way as well. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a second. We got Daybreak, a Monday, and all its glory before us. Stay with us. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. So, um, you know, we, we do this uh, little quick phone call in the evening just to uh, assess um, our program the next day, guests and things like that. And what we have to talk about, we just get an idea of what might be on the on the plate. 
And uh, one of the questions that's asked is, has uh, anything interesting happened uh, to anyone? And uh, yesterday I said, yes. My sister fell in a dumpster and broke her rib. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't mean to laugh, but, I know, but you, when you hear that someone's fallen into a dumpster, you yeah. can't. Listen, there's mm-hmm. a whole segment on America's Funniest Home Videos every couple of weeks of people falling into garbage cans. <laughs> now, a dumpster's got to be like a gold medal in that event. <laughs> so many layers to yeah, yeah, yeah. what's happening. Jesus right Christ. And I'm, you know, she's sitting there telling me, and I'm like, yes, of course you did. <laughs> uh, so it's a fairly simple story, and, and I'm sure that I've probably probably had this happen before too i don't know if i've fallen in a dumpster but maybe come close but uh she had they had accidentally they put something in the trash can took the tra- took the trash bag out yeah. and threw it in and then later on realized oh, oh. we i accidentally threw my medication away oh, no. yeah yeah we've all had that so you have to go yeah, get yeah, it yeah you got oh, no. to go get it right. so apparently she went and uh she she went to go get it and oh, no. it's it's hanging down low and so there's like a a side door on yeah, their yeah, yeah. on their dumpster that you right. can open up. Okay? okay, so she opens that up, I guess, and it's at the bottom and it's far down. And she's got to lean over uh, and and kind of bend halfway down to go. And as she get she leans forward, her body weight is too much. Yeah, over yeah. and she goes tumbling yeah. in head first into the dumpster. Somehow or another, broke her rib on the way in. Oh, so no, as as you imagine, as she's as she's raking over the edge. That's what I was That's, thinking. It, it must have just pulled a rib mm-hmm. up and snapped it. Probably what happened. And I was like, okay, are you just saying you have a broken rib? Or did you actually go get it looked at and you have a broken rib? She says, yes, x-ray, it's a broken rib. Or, or whatever. The doctor determined that it was a broken rib. Now, it's not one of those where rib... You can have rib breaks that are debilitating. Yes. That are just, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. move. It's not that bad. So it was It was funny. How funny? <laughs> we were able to laugh at this. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. And I'm sure other people have fallen in dumpsters or had something just as stupid happen. So I figured, you know what? That yeah. might be worth playing. Sure, absolutely. 215-263-WMMR if you want to share. I think in my top five things of grossest things uh, that I have ever encountered, it is, it is dumpster and or trash juice. I can't... Uh, Oh, my God. What is that? I don't know. Dumpster juice and trash. So, Casey. Oh, my God. I I used to work. And again, I hate to bring. Oh, my God. I used to work at Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, uh, Now, there's drinks and things. Uh Uh-huh. And all sorts of magical things. That that, that are that. (laughs) But when that dumpster would turn, there'd be things that, that would come out. Like that just formed because of the humidity or whatever it oh, is, and, and that was where that was the most pungent, piercing smell <laughs> came from the liquid. And I don't think in it's like dumpster in Star, soup in Star Wars: A New Hope. I don't think that scene where they're in the trash too shoot, pleasant, it, right? Too pleasant. Yeah. Like nobody's you have an like, entire oh dead star full of people. Right? Yeah. You don't know what half those species do and what they yeah. crap. It's so all a bunch so of that, yeah. It's just a bunch of metal and stuff in there. No, if but only, juice. if only. Yeah. But they're swimming in dumpster. Juice yeah. and what? nobody's like, oh my god, it, it does. You know, would have been a perfect way for them to introduce what the future of tampons might look like, right? Oh god, Preston, and that like <laughs> just that big dumpster and your poor sister. Yes, I didn't get a chance to ask her it. how she got out of there too. Uh, did you guys ever? Do you ever live in an apartment that had a dumpster oh, yeah. where you would have, you to, have go to go? And, oh yeah, and, yeah. And throw your trash. And sometimes, you know, they wouldn't come and pick it up, and it would just be stuff piling all over the place. But I remember, you know, having to to get root around in there before. I can't remember what specifically for, but the one at the you no, know, when we were on Y one hundred, I was lived in a. And you remember it was a Russian efficiency apartment. It was worse than a Russian efficiency <laughs> apartment. And, and so the dumpster behind those um, a, a, apartments, 
was so horrible and such a collection of rotting garbage that I used to, like, as if I was doing an Olympic hammer throw, I would you yeah. know, swing it around and try to launch it in because if you got anywhere near it, you would vomit. Dude. So it's always a, 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 a no no man land. You and know? you, if you end up getting, like, part of the bag caught on that oh. little weird... <laughs> Handle thing on, and it would like rip it rip on it open. open. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Hang on. I want to go to George. Not quite a dumpster, but I got to hear this. Hey, George, good morning. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me do that again. George, now we can hear you. Go ahead. How's it going? Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, back when I was in high school, about like 22 years ago, we used to kick the hacky sack around at lunchtime outside the lunchroom. Right. And one day we were doing that, and the hacky sack went up on the roof, and there was an outside school freezer by the lunchroom with a 55-gallon drum full of uh, excess kitchen grease in it. Oh, God. With a lid on it. So I went to jump on top of the barrel to get up on top of the freezer to go on the roof, and the barrel gave out, and I went waist deep in the <gasps> Oh, my oh God. In, in, oh. Into grease? Kitchen grease, yeah. Kitchen grease, used kitchen grease. Yeah, in the middle of the school day, my principal came out and he goes, there's a write-up for being in an unauthorized uh, area, but I don't know about a write-up for smelling unsanitary. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Nasty. So, okay, so you're a mess, dude. What did you do? How did you get cleaned off? Did did you have to go to the the locker room and get in the showers? Actually, believe it or not, I I live here in Glassboro, New Jersey, and uh, so... Glassboro High School is right next to Rowan University, and I lived on the other side, so my principal allowed me to walk home, so I had to walk home through oh. the middle of the university. So you kind of slithered home. <laughs> Wait a second. You're smelling like food, oh, and you're God. walking around like we were attacked by packs of wild dogs or what? I mean, you, you know, you're, you're out with this stink wafting <laughs> off of you. No, it was just... It was just Rank, especially when sure. my, oh, yeah. when my uh, girlfriend reached in her purse and started spraying me with a bunch of different perfumes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where'd George go? I don't know. Just follow the trail, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'll be able to track him down later Jesus. on. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, man. thanks, George. <laughs> Steve, I, um, Steve, I know you love bragging about Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, and I, know, I, also... I hate to do it. Well, no, it's okay. Not I... everyone has had that opportunity. Are you going to one-up him with I, McDonald's? Not, yeah, I'm going to sympathize. <laughs> I just, we're the same team, really. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so when I worked at McDonald's, there were actually two dumpsters, and one of the dumpsters was normal trash in case that dumpster juice would end up in there. And then there was the greaser. Grease dumpster. Ooh, ooh. And you would have to take out the used grease from the fryers. And, and it, for whatever reason, whatever coagulated in that uh, probably had some alien life in there. I, I don't know what the hell that it was. but It, it became was, sentient at yeah, that point. Yeah. It, yeah, it was, and it was a different level of gross than the other dumpster. They were both disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, very disgusting and smelling. I have had once or twice where I was, I almost fell in. You got to watch it. Uh, mm. uh, the revelation of the side door entrance on a dumpster, I don't think was, it may not have existed during uh, during that my time with dumpsters. But that but only works for so long because then the trash will the just trash is out. up above right. it. Yeah, it means nothing. Um, so my my friend Brian just sent me this video that I don't think I want to watch it. Have you guys ever seen a video of a Louisville woman drinking trash juice? No. Okay. No, but that's what? about right. Do you guys want to watch that? No, okay. No, I don't. No, I don't no, think. Really I, well, I, don't, I don't know. Why. Is that woman Halle Berry? She's <laughs> no. doing it. But oh my god. That's you know what though? That teetering, like when you have your body weight, you know, and you're like, I think I can do it. I think I can. Yes. And then you're like, Nope. Can't yeah, do just it. a little bit further. Yeah. I can reach. I'm almost got it. And then then you're in. <laughs> Nick, what was the, the the Wikipedia page you had pulled up? Oh, what was that? There's a, ter- a term for that liquid. 
And it's called leachate. I think that's how you pronounce Ooh, it. Leche. Ooh, tra- tra- Ooh, leachate. Oh, <laughs> This is going to be exotic. Yeah, Casey. When there's three dumpsters, it's trace yeah. leachate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, L E A C H A T E, and that's the name of the liquid that. That's yeah, it collects, says, it collects. It is any liquid that, in the course of passing through matter, extracts soluble or suspended solids or any other component of the material through which it has passed. So, <laughs> so the liquid as, as it descends through the garbage yeah, yeah. is is so the garbage is basically serving as like a large horrible coffee filter. Yeah, it so says, it is right? most commonly used in the context of landfilling of a putrescribe. Oh, putre. putrescri- putrescribble or industrial waste. Do you oh. get that in your regular garbage cans? Wow. I do. Uh, Occasionally. I'll, and I'll, I'll yeah. have to wash yeah. them out. Yeah. yeah. I mainly get it when we are, like when we host, uh, like at our school. Um, garbage can night? No. <laughs> like bag bingo or trivia night oh, or whatever. Right. One of these, you know, these social events. At the end of the evening, after everybody leaves, or we have to throw out the trash, and there's always just a trail of trash Ugh. juice sludge, and it's just gnarly. You know, it's the worst. all when that collects in the dumpster. When you're taking it out of the house, right? You're taking it out of the house, out of the, the kitchen, yeah. and somehow it's permeated, and you, you have that trail that you've walked all the way out of the house, yeah. and it's it's a nightmare. But generally, it's a stink trail. Generally think, uh, you know, a general rule in my house is you don't dump liquids into the trash. Anything that is liquidish goes into the sink so that way we don't get a ton of because so that doesn't happen all trash that much. Juice. Yeah. Uh let me go. <laughs> let me go to Ryan. Uh Ryan, good morning. Hey mister. Hey mister. Yeah. What's up, Ryan? Uh not much. So a couple times at my work now I've been I've been at this job for like twenty years and I've accidentally thrown a money bag into oh, a dumpster. A money the, bag? Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, I fill vending machines, so collecting the money and mixing it in with some waste sometimes. Yeah. And um, had to dig through the dumpster for it a little bit. And, and one time for a, a pair of keys, too, from my brother-in-law. Well, the money the money bag, I think, wins. There's certain, like, like I'm reminded of the Lenny Dykstra story. He had what, how, how expensive were his dentures yeah. that went in there? There were, yep. there were many thousands of dollars. At a certain point, y- y- you can teeter on the line of, ah, the hell, I'm not going in there for that. But that's a point at which you have to say, oh, no, I'm right. going in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ryan, um, by the no. way, would, like, did you have to go, like, deep down in? Did you did you wait a while before you realized, or was it fairly short after you actually? Uh, I had to root around a little bit once or twice. Okay. So, yeah, pretty good. And then one time, look, uh, yeah, I was trying to dunk the um, grease into the grease trap at one of my old jobs. <laughs> and as I slid the bucket up from all the splatter on the edge of the uh, grease trap, it the whole bucket, like, oh. uh, you know, five-gallon jug, slid back down and sloshed. Oh, all right. Dude, five <laughs> gallons of slosh. Oh, wow. You, you should have quit that day. Like, that, that's it. Walk no. out. Yeah. Next that, job. That was too easy. You needed to jump off a high-rise. Set yourself yeah. on fire. I'm done living. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. All right, guys, you play, guys. All right, we'll see that's why, like, when we did the dumpster pool... <laughs> Out in the back, it was a it was brand, clean, right? it was a brand new yes. dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Never had any yes. trash in it, it whatsoever, no. and we, it was lined too. And yes. it was lined. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> all right, we got. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of trash guys listening. Sean's one of the trash guys. He's loading up some stuff right now. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good morning, it, Preston. How are you? Good doing? morning, it, man. We're we're doing well. So you can you can weigh in on trash juice. <laughs> oh yeah, Casey would love what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I, I sit in a machine all day. And in front of me, they dump the dumpsters that come from all over the place, restaurants, um, 
uh, all over any dumpster that's at, at, at a uh, uh, an apartment complex. Right. Everything comes here. All the wet stuff. I take it and load it into the tractor trailers all day long. That's what I watch is stuff being dumped <laughs> out. I take it and load it into trucks, and it's disgusting. Casey, you would get sick. What does it smell like? Uh, well, you only smell it when you get out of the machine. The machines that we have in here have filters in them where it stops the smell from coming oh. in the machine. Oh, good, They're good. Brand new, but if, if you get out. Um, I've seen many guys get out that are brand new that just can't take it and start vomiting right then. Sean, <laughs> you're, so you're an expert here. Is it possible that if you haven't thrown liquid into a dumpster, does it still create a juice anyway? Do you? No, have- it depends on. No, it depends on the weather and what people are putting in the garbage. A lot of people that throw stuff in dumpsters throw things that aren't supposed to be in there. Right. So that's covered up a lot, but no, we get we get dumpsters that come here, cans that are that are dry. But with the weather and uh, with the rain and the snow and people throwing, uh, say somebody throws a, a half a gallon of something that still has liquid in it, yeah, when we pick it up, it's going to crush and it's going to leak out Ugh. all over the place, right? Dude. So, yeah, thank God they have air filters for you, man. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. You got that right, guys. Thanks, man. <laughs> See you, buddy. Down the shore, they have uh, you know, it happens all day long on the beach. They have uh, you know, garbage cans and yeah. and mm-hmm. recycling cans, and they have mm-hmm. a truck. This this cool little truck that goes up and down the beach, and it will empty. I love those them. things, it, it, but. It lifts it over like where the driver right, right, right. It, it doesn't lift from the from the side. So I wonder how often does it? Sh- well, I mean, he's got to be. Yeah, you know. the first guy who had it go wrong would have said, "We need to fix this." <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, our intern Ben, ah, for, as you former, can imagine, former intern, as Ben. as you can imagine, that's him. Yeah, mm-hmm. is is on the line. Hey, Ben, how you doing, man? I'm great, guys. How are you doing? Doing great. So you uh, you have a dumpster story. I do. So for what me and my dad do for work, we go in and out of a lot of supermarkets, and we have a handheld computer, and these things cost like three or $4,000 to replace if you lose it or break it. Yeah. And it accidentally got thrown into the trash compactor at a uh, supermarket. Oh, no. Oh, God. So we kind of weighed options, and it's like, ah, is this worth it? So <laughs> my dad is like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So he roll, he slides into the dumpster like a slide, grabs oh. oh the thing, and then we had to get a stick and pull him back out of the dumpster. You had to get a stick and pull. Get somebody, get a stick. Yeah, so yeah. Can get that Where's my dad's dumpster stick? <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me ask you, Ben, why didn't you go in? Yeah, I was probably too heavy. They pulled back out. <laughs> hey, uh, did you? Did he find it? Yeah, it was right on top. But, you know, it's like okay. you're in a compactor. Someone hit that button by accident. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. nothing yeah. not to mess around Dude, with. If, if that's instant death. If you're talking about nightmare scenarios, oh, like, yeah. you know, we all have ways. No one wants to die in general, but you also sort of, yeah. you know, list which ways would be least preferable to you. Mm-hmm. Trash compactors way up yeah, there. That's yeah. uh, that's definitely one you don't want, you, that you want to avoid. My wow. friend's growing up. All right, had... thanks, Ben. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. All right, see ya. They actually had uh, their trash can in. In their kitchen was a trash compactor. Oh, mine was. Yeah, we did oh, too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, all right. Um, and then my dad would yell at us because no one would take the trash out, and we'd just keep compacting it. <laughs> yeah, as far as you can go. We go down again. Push it any farther. That's but something I always wanted—a trash compactor. We wouldn't put things like food or compost, uh, compostable things okay. in there. It was more for 
you know, empty milk cartons. Yeah, stuff that that wasn't uh, okay. That wasn't going to have a substance. Unwanted to it. I mean, it pets. More, you know, did you line it with a bag too, or no? Uh, Do you yeah, remember? We okay. did. Yeah. Yeah, because it, well, it wasn't a standard trash bag. Like they made them for the compactor. Okay, they were okay. pretty uh, durable. Do you have a compactor and, and a food uh, in the in the sink? A, uh, a, a disposal. disposal. Yeah, have one of yeah, those. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Hey, uh, on the next chat show, biscuit, trisket, tricycle. <laughs> is that something from our show? I mean, I love yeah, it. That's, that's from that's from way back, uh, Jimmy Winklebum or whatever. Uh, yeah, you guys are talking about. All right, is this <laughs> Bill Weston? He's Listen, making up what? names. Uh, like I love it. All right, <laughs> so confused right now. What's up, Mike? I want that on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So uh, years ago, when I lived in an apartment, I had to take the trash out to a dumpster. Uh, you know. The, the lid was open, so I, I, I heaved the bag in, and all of a sudden I hear this scurrying around, and a squirrel jumps out, and it's got, you know, it's got like, uh, it lands up all four paws on my chest. And oh, my God. Karate. I'm like, <laughs> that happened to me in my uh, my old house, just in my trash can. When a squirrel jumps out of your trash can, it is terrifying. I'll tell you yeah. what's worse. I had it happen was Thanks, a, Mike. the opossum. Oh, yeah, geez. yeah, because they know that's where they love to hang out. Yeah. And, and if you don't know, and it was at that same dumpster in media, got close enough to it, threw the thing over, and, and, and I'm like, I just started running. <laughs> My buddy was sitting in the front seat of his car. He was uh, picking his daughter up from work, and he had both front windows open. He was just sitting there, and a squirrel jumped in through the passenger side. How you doing? Onto the passenger seat, off of his chest, and then out the driver's <laughs> side. And it happened so quick that he didn't even have a chance to be scared, scared or startled yeah. or anything like that. He was like, wait, what the hell was that? And then he looked over, and he saw the squirrel. Uh, let me go over Great here story. to <laughs> Ryan. Hey, Ryan, good morning. What's up, you crumb bum? Yeah. Crumb bum. I want to fight you. What's, hap- what's happening? I want to fight you. I want to kiss you. I don't want to talk to you. What's up? I just want to feel you. Uh, so real about, like, I'd say seventh grade, and uh, me and my buddies went to uh, all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet. All right. Um, I had a retainer at that oh, time. Oh, yep, the retainer story. And... <laughs> I forgot it on the table, and I guess they didn't think that it was worth saving. So (laughs) me and my buddies had to crawl through the waste of a Chinese buffet dumpster. That's got to be the worst. Two hours, literally two hours. It was. Did you find it? Yes. Yes, we did. I did. And you put it right back in. (laughs) Get away from me. I told my parents. I told my parents, and they were like, you better effing find that thing. Isn't that in the movie Parenthood? He loses his retainer in the garbage, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) They they dig through it in the back of the restaurant. Yep. That's common, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, Talk about trash juice. I mean, that (laughs) was gnarly. I want to have a real full-blown study on on the causes. And, and, and for, for example, well, you know, what what makes it so pungent? I assume, obviously, you have all these different things that are are going together. But why is it always incredibly uh, foul smelling? Well, you've got you've got some some gases that come from the the, the garbage decomposition yeah. of of uh, organic material. Right. That's definitely going to be a part of it, and that's what Ugh. I think really gets rank. Uh, what I can't stand is when uh, if <clears throat> if we miss a week because we get once a week uh, uh, garbage, right. uh, you know, trash removal. You want to and die. we miss a week, and it's summertime. I'm like. I'm going to have maggots yeah. wriggling around. Yeah. If we, you know, I, I hate it. I can't so, stand it. 
When I played softball, we played, uh, it was called the Incinerator League because essentially our f- softball field was right next to a trash dump with an incinerator. And then, and when you played there in the middle of the summer, you got there on a bad day. It was just, right field was just terrible. Staten Island. <laughs> so oh, so as, as you would, uh, um, the well, Fishkill and, and those general areas um, in and around New York, which are these large dump, you know, dump areas. The smell would be so bad. I remember pulling off one time just to get like a soda at a at a like a Sunoco or something, and and I'm walking around. And I'm looking at people like, can't you smell this? Yeah. So you they me- were so used to it. It meant you know they they were just oh okay they were nose blind. Yeah. You mentioned fish kill. Uh, there were a couple of times growing up where my dog got out. Okay, so he he got out. He jumped the fence or did whatever, and he was gone for like an hour or two, and he would come back. And it was as if he, I don't know where the hell he was, because this happened on a few different occasions, where he just smelled like horrible, rotten fish and garbage. Sure, and he was probably getting into some d- dump somewhere. And just rolling around, yeah. and it was terrible. If you're just tuning in, my sister fell in a dumpster and broke her rib oh, God. Uh, over the weekend. So that's how we got started on this conversation. Uh, dude, how long did it take for her to get out of the dumpster? I, you know what? I didn't ask. Okay. I, ne- I need to find out more. It doesn't sound like she was stuck in there for too long and <laughs> was you- able to get out. <laughs> <laughs> totally, it could be, man. Yeah, <laughs> that would just. Happened, suck. Yeah. Did you? You had a story about someone who was screaming. It wasn't from a dumpster. It was from a like a Goodwill clothing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, hang on, I'm going to go to John. I think we have a winner here. Uh, hi, John. You're on the air. Good morning, bud. Yo. Good morning, Preston Steve. How are you? Wonderful, well. man. I can't wait to hear this story. Do tell. All right. So I have an excavating outfit. Uh, we do a little bit of demolition work. And two winters ago, just about this time of year, two winters ago, we were doing work in the Pocono Mountains. Mm-hmm. We're doing a demolition up there. There's a mobile home that caught on fire. We had to go up to demo the rest of the remains of the house. So the dumpster driver shows up. First thing in the morning, drops the first dumpster. We load it out. Okay, no problem. Second dumpster comes. I have to go number two really, really bad. Really bad. And there's nowhere around. We're in the middle of a trailer park. Right. Okay? Nowhere around that I can go number two. Right. It's an emergency. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You have to do this. Face it. Right now. Yeah. Right now. Or I'm going to drive home in a bad way, right? Yeah. Three hours back to Chester County, Pennsylvania. Okay. <laughs> so I put a little trash inside the dumpster. All right. I jump inside the dumpster in a 30 yard dumpster, jump over the top, on top of the trash <laughs> to then go number two. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything was going swimmingly. <laughs> Until I heard a backup beeper of a truck. Oh. <laughs> There's no way that guy's coming for me. Right? Maybe it's a trash truck. I don't know. I'm in a 30-yard dumpster. Can't see. Uh-huh. I have two laborers on the job. They're both sitting in the pickup truck because it's 10 degrees out with the heater on. Yeah. I'm in the dumpster. Oh, my God. Yet again, don't know what's going on. Yeah. All of a sudden, boom, the guy backs into the dumpster. I'm like, no way. <laughs> no way. He's going to pick it up. So I start yelling. Yo. Yo, I start yelling. Nobody can hear me. My laborers know what's going on. They're laughing at me. Oh, no. (laughs) So the guy gets out. I'm still yelling. I'm still going, number two. Still yelling. (laughs) But, you know, you're in a 30-yard dumpster. You can't really hold on to the side. You're kind of hanging out in there, you know? Yeah. Sure enough, he picks the dumpster. All I ride the dumpster all the way up onto the back of the truck while in it. Oh my god! But, you know, when it goes up on the truck, it's at a pretty steep angle. Yes. Trash is sloshing around. <laughs> I'm flying to the back. I'm flying to the side. 
I'm pissed. I'm freaking out in there. And the guy just never even knew anything of it. So how, how did you eventually vault out of it? Eventually, well, when he pulls the can on the truck, he's got to get back out to then secure the can, right, yeah. to the truck. So he comes to the back of the truck, and I'm, like, losing my mind with my pants down trying to crawl up over the side of the dumpster <laughs> so that he doesn't take off down the road with me in it. Oh. Yeah. Dude, so that is, uh, that's like nine levels of embarrassment. But, oh, I mean, you had to do it, and you actually made a good call with the dumpster. It sounds like, what, what do they call that, lily padding it when you, uh, yeah. when you, uh, when you, no, when you're, when you go in a, uh, in a porta pot and you yeah. have to, so you don't get splashback, because unfortunately that happened to me yeah. one time, yeah. and uh, so I f- found out about the art of the lily pad, which is you lay a whole bunch of, like, toilet, <laughs> toilet paper, paper down yeah. first. Yeah, so <laughs> that's a landing pad. Lily pad. Yeah. John, you Back. poor son yeah. of a bitch. The, the good thing about it, though, is when you're in a 30-yard dumpster, it's got trash in it. You're not really worried about a lily pad. You just let her go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just go. Uh, what were you, what were you just... planning to wipe with, if I don't mind asking? I had napkins in the truck. Napkins in the truck. That's beautiful, Thank man. God. Thank God we stopped at McDonald's on the way up in the morning, 4 o'clock, for breakfast sandwiches. We got <laughs> napkins. We had napkins. Thank God. You know I mean? John, <laughs> that's one of the best stories I've ever heard. Oh, it was awful. But, you uh, know, yeah, it yeah. was uh it's a good day. All it's right. a good day. Thanks, Thanks you managed to John. jump in the dumpster. I'd hate to hear what a bad day is. Oh, my God. Uh, some text coming in. This one says, I used to work at Walt Disney World and Magic Kingdom, and everything was underground. So all the juices from the garbage oh, from man. the park would leak down and oh, drip on God. you as you walked from one oh, area no. to the next. We used to call it tunnel juice. Tunnel juice. And it was a rite of passage to have it drip on you. God, that's awful. one time, and again, please understand, I'm not trying to brag every time I mention this, but when I was working at Dunkin' Donuts, they uh, they had, uh, they were doing work in the parking lot, and the woman who owned the this particular, this franchisee said, could, you know, go out and pick up the pieces of payment and put them in the dumpster. And so I'm like, okay, right, yeah. I'll, I'll do this. It's fine. So I'm, I'm moving all this stuff. And she's like, you sure you want this all in the dumpster? Yes, put it all in the dumpster. I'm like, okay, I'm putting it all in the dumpster. Put a lot of it in the dumpster. The truck comes in. The forks go to the side. It's going to lift it up. <laughs> and you're... <laughs> Bam! It lifts the sides of the dumpster up. But the bottom is still Stop. sitting in the pavement. Oh, wow. my God. With a pot, like it tore the entire bottom out. And all of the dumpster juice started oh, to dis- uh, disperse around. Was the bottom just all rusted out or something? It had to be. Oh right. I mean, now mind you, I put an f load of pavement chunks yeah. in that. I'm sure it wasn't designed <laughs> for that. When you guys are tossing something into like a community recycling bin outside of Wawa or whatever, will you make sure that you dump everything that's inside whatever you're tossing out? Let's say it's a can of Diet Coke or whatever, or do you just yeah. chuck it in there? If regardless? I can, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I've, uh, I have. Learned since, and we've talked about it before that recycling that, that stuff needs to be clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at home, I definitely clean out anything before I toss it into the recycling. This could be a whole. Use it. This could be a whole other topic, but I refuse to throw any bottle of water or coffee or anything out until it's fully gone. Not like, oh, there's some left. Let me dump it. Like, no, I have to drink it. So like, there's there's bottles of water in my car with like <laughs> the teeniest bit. Of water, and I can't throw it out until I drink like it. Like plastic bottles? Yeah. That's actually probably not good for you. No, You're not supposed fine, to. I'm okay. Fine. Yes. Have you ever thought of consolidating them into one bottle? I've done that. Okay. I've so. done that. Wait, I've done that when I go to the gym and I forget right. a full bottle of water. I'm like, well, there's two in the back seat, right. four up front. I think I have a full <laughs> bottle of water here. I so, can do this. Yeah, Kath, when we were going down the shore, the kids would come out of the, the surf, and they would go into the cooler, and they would grab a bottle of water, 
take one little sip of it and then just kind of toss yeah, it. And yeah, so yeah. nobody knew whose bottles. Right. So I so we would just take all the bottles home and then that would be the dog's water. You know, uh, okay. um, but I have. The hell is this? I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah. as a result, I just went and bought one of those. It's essentially like a Gatorade. You know, when you dump Gatorade on your yeah. football coach, I got one of those things, and I just fill that up with water. So we we don't use bottled water down the shore anymore because we were just wasting so much. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, I'm going to go to Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Going back to the dumpster thing here. Good morning. Hey yo, black listener. Hey, hey. what's up, hey, Aaron? Aaron? How you doing, man? So uh, when I was a kid, I got bullied, and uh, walking home from school, this kid comes up, grabs my book bag off of me, throws it into the dumpster of a butcher shop. Oh, no. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, I, I had to go in there. I, that's, I, uh, I assume, blood and entrails and all that, right? Like, some stuff was in bags, but as soon as your foot hit it, boop, right through, and there's definitely, like, a rat in there or something. <laughs> so... Yeah, absolutely disgusting. But uh, afterwards, joined the Marines, got really big, saw the kid in the bar, and went, hey, remember when you threw me in that dumpster? <laughs> so uh, look at fear on his face. <laughs> that was worth that's it. Good awesome, for you. Man. Way to go back and get that done. All right, thanks, Aaron. Yeah, that's nasty. When uh, when you're talking about butcher shops and places like that, I would assume there's a uh, protocol they need to follow for throwing away that. Throwing away, like, bio, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's, uh, yeah, you, you you have to do something. This would be the worst, according to this text. It says, when I was in high school, I worked at a seafood market. Oh, gross. Uh, the trash naturally smelled in our dumpster. Every Thursday morning was clean-out day, and I, it would soak me with fishy garbage juice. I, I would be inclined to whatever. You get a high-powered uh, pressure washer or something and, and clean those suckers out because they just... The stink is unbelievable. There's a great blooper outtake from the uh, that episode of uh, It's Always Sunny where Charlie and uh, Danny, uh, they're, they're living in a dumpster to save on costs. And Danny DeVito's, he's eating, uh, Frank, he's eating the, uh, like a bagel. And, and Charlie goes, where'd you get that? And he goes, who's down there? <laughs> Rotting seafood. I can uh, listen, even even fresh seafood. I've been walked by like, uh, you know, fish markets and I'm like, yeah. Ugh. Nasty. I can't imagine what it's like once you throw it away and it sits out there and festers. Oh, yeah. It gives me that in-the-throat sort of gag <sighs> where, like, I could go puke in, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing the stories. I appreciate it. Yeah, my sister fell in a dumpster <laughs> over the weekend and broke her rib. She's all right, other than the broken rib, but it was a uh, it was a story worth relaying. Absolutely. So, all right, I want to take a break because we got bizarre. Man was the weekend rife. With bizarre file stories, yes. I'm telling you, I have like a week's worth of bizarre file stories that I that I've uh, held on to, and I cannot wait to share some of these with you. So a lot of people send them to me too. Oh yeah, we'll come back in a moment with those. Make sure you stay close because we'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR. Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I also want to thank the uh, texter who checked in uh, when we were doing a sleep number uh, commercial. I had said the... Quaker Bitch Mall, and somebody said it sounded like I said the Quaker Bitch Mall. <laughs> so thank you for that. I like to uh, 
I like that. I like the mode. idea of a quicker bitch. Mode. They they yeah. where they I hustle like the unpleasant women through. Yeah, come on, come on, yeah, come, come on, come on, on you yeah. bitch. Let's go. Are you gonna buy it or not, bitch? Yeah. Uh, Marissa wanted to say hi to someone. Yeah, I was down in Delaware and I met a whole bunch of guys that listen to the show. Um, it's uh, at a car dealership called New Car Mazda. Hi. And I forgot to write everyone's name down, but I think it was like Steve and Ryan. <laughs> I think Jay. <laughs> Steve, Ryan, Jay, Jimmy, Jeff, Harlan, Tito, Randy. And I was looking up the staff, so um, those were some of the guys I remember. So, hey, what was the name of the place? Uh, new Car Mazda in right. uh, Delaware. Very nice. You buying a new car or something? Well, I am, but <laughs> that wasn't related. <laughs> well, you said you were at a Mazda place, right? I met these guys. You want to come back to our were you at Were you at a uh, at a, a car lot in Delaware? And I met some people, and that's where they work. And oh. I said that they were that they listened to them. She was there. just there in a go. general Delaware location. Want to come back to our car dealership? Yeah. Yeah. she made it sound like she was at there at that at place. The it sounded okay. like you were at the Apologies. dealership. So, all right, anyhow. she's looking for like a Humvee. <laughs> all right, let's do the B five. <laughs> Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by the MMR Rock Shop. What? Okay. Uh, they're spending money here. Uh, <laughs> WMMR and the Preston and Steve logo winter hats. Another cool item in the MMR Rock Shop. You can pick one up today for you or as a gift. WMMR.com and use the keyword shop. So, I got this a number of times. Thank you to everyone who made me aware that a truck carrying about 100 monkeys yeah. was involved in a crash Friday in Pennsylvania. State police said as authorities searched for at least three of the monkeys that appeared to have escaped the vehicle. Monkey. The truck monkey, are you? carrying the animals crashed with a dump truck in the afternoon in Montour County. Uh, the truck had been on its way to a lab, and authorities have asked residents who might see the monkeys to call state police. Now, I haven't seen any follow-up on this yet, okay? Those three monkeys have been euthanized. <gasps> yeah. yeah, they were killed. And uh, that monkey lab, I'm curious, because that, that where that crash happened was right near where I went to college. Bucknell University has a monkey lab. Oh. I was wondering if they were taking those monkeys to that lab. Did Maybe. you think outbreak the first second you heard this? I mean, Steve, like, I was up right. in, in that direction this weekend, and I kept looking for the monkeys all weekend long. Sure. <laughs> It's the monkeys. Does anybody see a monkey? <laughs> wow. Uh, an investigation has begun after claims that the body of a dead man was taken to an Irish post office in an attempt to claim his pension. Reports suggest a deceased pensioner was, quote, propped up by two men as his body was carried into the building. This is weekend. In County Carlo. Weekend at O'Burney's, Preston. There you go. It said that the two men dropped the body and fled when staff questioned them. Is, is this man dead? The Irish police are investigating the circumstances no. surrounding the unexplained death of an elderly male. He just likes to kid around. Uh, the Irish Times said that it understood that the concerned staff member inquired about the well-being of a man being propped up when the group approached the post office counter. So you're telling me if I were to take this letter opener and plunge it into his rectum, he would react. The two men fled, dropping the body at the scene, and when the staff checked on the elderly man, they were shocked to discover that he was indeed dead. You have to admire their the attempt. Yes. Uh, a man had called into the post office and had asked to collect pension on behalf of an elderly man. <laughs> that request was refused. His staff told him the pensioner had to be present in order to release the money. A short time later, two men arrived back uh, with a man aged in his 60s who collapsed in the post office. 
Detectives are now investigating if the man was already dead when he was brought into the post office, which I think they believe he was. Well, then can I can I ask you, what if he's already dead? Uh, it reported that a nearby house has been uh, sealed off as a crime scene, so oh. I'll wait to see if there's a follow-up on that one right. as well. Uh, this is crazy. In uh, Lewiston, Maine, a man who stumbled along the street while carrying his own severed arm... Oh. <gasps> was saved oh by two public workers who saw him and happened to be trained in the use of tourniquets. Nice. Wit- yeah, witnesses- if he needed a hand. Yeah. Witnesses said the man's arm was cut off Friday near the shoulder, apparently in a workplace accident. Uh, <laughs> the members of a public works crew applied a tourniquet while wow. they were waiting for an ambulance to arrive, uh, arrive, and they say that most likely that saved his life. So wow. how, how much of his arm was torn off? All, like to, to the, the shoulder, shoulder Wow. Okay, so when, yeah. you, when do you apply a tourniquet in that case? Yeah, I don't know, but these guys knew. I mean, if if it's up here, maybe there's enough that they, sure. can, they can tie off. The I little, don't know. The little nubby right there. Uh, so... Uh, apparently, investigators followed a trail of blood back to a business where several people said that the man had been operating a bandsaw at the time. Uh, the injured man, whose name was not released, was taken to a hospital. He was expected to survive. It was unclear whether surgeons were able to reattach his arm or not. I feel so stupid. I cut my arm off. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. I am so stupid. Wow. Uh, an Irishman who refused to wear a COVID mask during a flight from Dublin to New York and exposed his naked rear end to a flight attendant Look at my arse! now <laughs> faces up to 20 years in prison if convicted of assault. Oh. Shane McElnerney from Galloway was alleged to have caused a disturbance on a Delta Airlines flight on the 7th of January. The mask was just the beginning. Wait till you see my butthole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He appeared before a judge in New York a week later and was charged with intentionally assaulting and intimidating a member of a flight crew. Does my ass intimidate you? Uh, the suspect it's so gorgeous. Repeatedly refused to wear a mask, threw a beverage can and hit a passenger in the head, and pulled down his pants and underwear and mooned a flight attendant and passengers. By any chance, Preston, was I inebriated? They didn't indicate in this story, but, you know, maybe mm, so. I uh, think so. McElnerney was headed to Florida to take up a job at a football academy. Mm. Uh, he was it's released like a reverse Ted Lasso. on a $20,000 bail as he ass. awaits <laughs> trial, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then one last story. This is a freak accident. Uh, the vicinity of a single building in downtown Yokohama, Japan, suddenly became a danger zone one afternoon when a bizarre chain reaction of falls left four people injured. Huh. Uh, the incident uh, began when police received a call of a man in his 40s or 50s that had fallen from the rooftop of a five-story building. In addition to the height, he also reportedly had fallen in a very narrow gap between the neighboring building. After the initial fall, a woman in her 40s looked out a window on the third floor of the same building to see what happened. However, in doing so, she lost her balance and also fell out. And at the same time, another man was looking through a window on the second floor right below her to see what had happened. The woman fell out of the third floor window, hit the man in his head while he was looking through the second floor window. She then hit another man who was standing on the ground. Oh, my God. That's a threefer. So three for there on top of the fourth guy who had already fallen. We cannot achieve much <laughs> with so small penis. Now, why would he say that? Uh, mirac- he must have been delirious from the collision. Uh, miraculously, everyone is expected to survive and only receive minor injuries, uh, except for the first fallen man who is being treated for bone fractures. Uh, since everyone is conscious and in stable condition, 
Uh, police are currently trying to unravel how all this happened from their testimony. Wow. wow. Yeah, right? <laughs> you don't I, hear I, that often. I still have loads of other outrageous stories. The weekend was rife with them, like I said earlier. So make sure that you stick with us for another run of the B-File later on this morning. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second or two. Make sure you hang close on this Monday morning. Couldn't be more proud of him. I mean, he was nominated for a Grammy for. Undy, I mean, come on, that's freaking awesome. Oh, that's a proud mama right there. Yeah, Wolfie, catch Preston and Steve's full interview with Valerie Bertinelli on PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, Casey had forwarded a, um, a clip of a guy last week. Uh, I guess it was a video on TikTok. Um, although this is, it looks like a Twitter account that I'm looking at here. Um, but uh, apparently he was uh, posing some questions about Wawa. Wawa. Uh, his account is uh, M-N-E-L-L-I-N-G-19. So I want to make sure I give him some credit. I don't know his name or I don't anything know his like name that. Either, yeah. uh, Mnelling19. But he posed the question on where you stand in Wawa when you're waiting for your food, when you're waiting for your order. Right. And offers up these um, potential places. Of where one might be, and he nailed it spot yeah. on. Exactly. Do we have a, a clip of this, or we... uh, yeah, no, we do. Uh, Want to hear a little bit of that? Yeah. Okay, hang on a second. Behind me is the million dollar question: Where do you stand while waiting for your order at Wawa? Number one, blocking the chips. Now, these chips that they're talking about are usually like Utz's. Now, Utz's chips are gas. If you never had them, they're fire. <laughs> the honey barbecue are awesome. Then they also have like they're gas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That disgusting, like, pirate booty stuff that nobody ever buys and just some other junk that's out in front of it. Number two, blocking the coffee island. This is me, 100%. Uh, I'm usually getting dinner at Wawa, so if you work, like, midnight, second shift, uh, sorry in advance. I will move that for you if you ask. (laughs) Number three, blocking the prepared food. Now, usually they're not really anywhere near the the counter, so I don't understand why you would be there when you're waiting for your food. It depends on which Wawa you're at. That's exactly right, right. because of the layout. Out in the middle, in the way of all the foot traffic. Now, if you do that, you are just the world's biggest inconvenience to every single person, and you might as well just go wait outside. Five, directly in front of the counter like a psychopath. Be an inconvenience to yourself, not to anyone else. It's really not that hard to be a decent person. And lastly, number six, out of the way in a corner where you will not hear your order called. I mean, if you're doing this, you might as well have never just ordered nothing to begin with. Uh, it would be like eating cold food. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys, that give some thought to you guys as to where you might linger about? You stated the thing that is the determining factor for me, the design of the Wawa. Mm-hmm. So uh, I end up at the Germantown Wawa lot, which is probably at this point the smallest Wawa on earth <laughs> because it's just so on top of it. So when I order, I stand to where the, the coffee and cappuccino machine is back from that. So I'm not blocking anything, but I'm to the side. Uh, and so that's that's my hang. I'm not blocking coffee. Yeah. I'm not blocking anybody, but I can still hear my order once they yell it out. Uh, and so that's where I stand. I, I don't like, I agree with a lot of what he said. I don't like the people who are standing in the, by the way, if they're standing in front of the counter, they're also standing in front of the touch screens to order. Yeah. And that's a pain in the ass as well. Yeah. I, no, I definitely have a, um, a, this is, it was just the way I operate. I operate so that 
uh, my wait time is as little as possible. So the first thing I do is I go in, I order my food at the kiosk. Same. Then I Same. go and get all of my chips and accompanying whatever, if it's a drink or probably like a dessert of some sort, yeah. maybe a tasty clear pie. Then I go and pay for it. And hopefully, because they're so quick there, hopefully by the time I get all that stuff done, yep. by the time I get to the counter, my, my order is waiting for me. I browse. That, yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't yep. I don't stand. <clears throat> yeah, yeah I'll, uh, I'll do the similar method to Casey, but I'll even wait before I go pay because I know it's going to take a little while, especially you can eyeball how many people are around. But I go browse through the store. I'll go look at things that I have no interest in buying. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. And oh, I'll also free. just say, I wonder what this Wawa has. You know? uh-huh. I mean, uh, oh, and, and I'll end up over by the motor oil at some point again. <laughs> They have motor oil. Here. <laughs> they do, yeah. You yeah. know, I I, mean, I do the same thing, Preston. I browse. I don't really stand over in that corner. Um, but I immediately go to the iced tea because it still boggles my mind that you, there's only one unsweetened iced tea that you can ever get anywhere. I don't wow. understand what happened to all the other companies. Uh, but I just check just to be sure that maybe somebody new isn't in the uh, cooler. <laughs> hey, you look friendly. So, Steve, you're absolutely right. It obviously depends on the layout of said Wawa. There's a Wawa in Wayne, and uh, for me, that when I go to that one, um, there is the prepared food section where they have like the mac and cheese, right, and yeah. apples, and things along those lines. That is, it's a, a tricky place to hang. I like hanging there because you're removed from the counter. You're not near the kiosks. However, there are people who come up to that section, and I feel like I'm in their way. But I feel also like I'm out of the way of most other people. You got to, you, you got to, so you got to take your odds. You yeah, yeah. mobile. You, you know, can't, and, and, we can't be everything to everybody, right? With that prepared food section, though, a lot of times it's like an oval shaped yes, yeah. case. I kind of and you can just kind of lap <laughs> around do. it. I make laps while you're. You uh, can. Yeah, yeah. You're perusing. Oh, right. they, they, they you know what? They have pickles in a little pouch. turn on your Fitbit and take a stroll. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Ah, get, get a few minutes. In. There's a Wawa in Havertown. When I go to Icabucci, I, I love. Oh to yeah, jump I was just there on Friday. That is a very well laid mm-hmm. out. You've got all sorts of sections to explore. You can actually stand out in the middle. Yeah. It's like no man's land. It's like World War One, And, you know, there's a trench over there with your food, and you're in the trench on the other side. It's and a you're really big And you're and you're good. So I, you can just you can actually just stand there and loiter and not be in anybody's way. That, to me, is the way to design it. Steve, I'd actually use that Wawa as a life lesson for my child on Friday because right. when I was at that Wawa, there were, I guess, uh, the Haverford Middle School had just let out. And so there was a whole bunch of kids there, and they were... Um, I don't know, acting up and bothering the Wawa clerk. Little, little rapscallions. And so she was like, hey, you know, like she was kind of like she was really upset and, and they were bothering her. And I said, I said, son, just know that like when you're doing these sort of things that like this woman just wants to pay her rent. You yeah. know, she just wants to pay her mortgage. Right. And then she's got these little 14, 13 year old kids that are bothering her. And it's like. Don't be that guy, you know. She's just there. Did your son flick a cigarette at you? No, no. But um, uh, oh, so where if I do have to park myself in front of something, uh, there's something fairly newish to the Wawa layout, and that is, it's like a tower of baskets that has like Reese's peanut butter cups or yep. or something, and yeah. I'll kind of hang by that tower because that seems like the least. Do you make recommendations for people passing by? No. Have you seen the new selections? <laughs> yeah, no, I've never done. You ever yeah. had a chunky before? <laughs> oh, mm, they have raisins. So you like raisins? We have a, we have a brand new Wawa. I mean, within the past couple of months, it just opened up, and um, they have a self checkout. 
Uh, which is oh, yeah. Cool. I used it the other day. I saw one of those recently. Uh, for the first time, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and how did it work? Was it fine? Normal? Yeah, it was easy. Okay, it was like yeah. the, the grocery store. Where did you, you stand when you were there? checking out? <laughs> At the self-checkout. Oh, yes, okay. That's, that's uh, it, it was uh, 3.58, or it was like 4 a.m., so okay. nobody was there but me. Uh, and the only reason I used it was because nobody was working behind the counter. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just check myself out. I was buying one banana. <laughs> one banana. That I'm going to have it. to call to our regional manager. I was starving. How much and, is one banana? Uh, it was like 35 cents. All right. Uh, and, or it might have been 50 cents. But oh. anyway, there is all, they, they also have seating in there, too. Okay, in this new Wawa. In this in, new Wawa. Inside. Oh. So yeah. Preston, have you, have you ever been to the one that I'm talking about, the one that I go to on Germantown Avenue? It is a very small... Wawa. <laughs> no, but this is the music oh, is playing. When you come in? When you come in, yeah. Right this way, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Will uh, you be sitting next to the baskets of chunky bars? The one at the bottom of the Platte Bridge, the brand new one where the junkyard uh, used to be? I mean, I've, I've wanted to go in there so badly, well, but it is so packed. Steve, uh, bring your tux. Because okay. it is just as fancy as this one, and it's oh. got a lot of seating. Uh, it's got a very nice uh, uh, parking lot. Yeah. Some Wawa's, uh, and I love Wawa to death, some Wawa's parking lots leave a little bit to uh, be desired. This one's great. And um, and they sell booze. Are there charging yes. stations in the back? Uh, yes. I thought I saw yes, them. Yes, there are. Yes. yes. Nick Murphy says yes, and he drives a, an electric uh, car. So, yeah. I thought so. Could that be the fanciest Wawa there is? I is think so. Uh, speak? Right this face, uh, uh, they, sell, they sell booze at our, at our Wawa, too. Will that so. be a shorty for you, sir? <laughs> the one in Clearwater, I think, is the fanciest one I've ever been in. When we would drive to, like, Phil's Games, you know, spring training in the Indoor morning. Indoor and outdoor seating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And palm trees and whatnot. Spa uh, service. This might be uh, a conversation here. Uh, the, the types of people you see at Wawa, not, not meaning. Uh, social makeup or anything like yeah. that, but the ones that have certain habits, like this one. I got this text that came in. It says, can we talk about the people who grocery shop at Wawa and leave everything they're buying at the counter by the register, yeah, yeah. little by little, <laughs> inconveniencing the rest of us? I don't encounter that a lot. Uh, I've seen it. I've absolutely seen it. Um, and they there are baskets that you can grab if you do have to get uh, now in the fancier wawa it might be hard to find one right sometimes but yes there are those people that they'll go and they'll grab a couple things they'll set it on the counter uh. and they'll keep coming back and adding to it that doesn't bother me though i don't care but it's just a thing i mean you know if it's blo- if it's blocking the space on the counter <laughs> and it's starting to cover out you know, like an advancing glacier, yeah. then it could be a problem. My kids at Wawa, and <laughs> Preston, it's kind of like your family at the uh, at the drive-thru at McDonald's. It's like it's like they've never been there before, and they don't know what Wawa has to offer. <laughs> Come on, you know. And I have to give them. I, I'm like, listen, man. Here, here's the deal. We're going in there. Order what you got. I'm going to be at the counter, and if you are not at the yeah. register by the time I'm paying, I'm like, you're, you're SOL. You're not getting what yeah. you want. Yeah, I know miles ahead of time mm-hmm. what I'm getting. And uh, and the method of which I'm going to go through to get that. You know, the great thing about the, the Wawa's in general, too, is that they seldom change the placement of the stuff within the Wawa. Like, it, it, it it's it's usually where you're used to having it. Sometimes when a supermarket does a shift around, you're like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you, you find a sense of comfort with your Wawa, especially your Wawa that you go to the most. What would we find in there that you don't uh, that you wouldn't realize is in there? Like I said, motor oil. Uh, they, there is a small section where you can find stuff like that. Hmm. Rat traps. I never take a look. I never ask for anything behind the counter. I'm not a smoker. 
Um, but I think, don't they keep, like, batteries? Or do they even sell batteries? They I, do. But they're um, behind they the counter. I don't you, think they do. I thought... Uh, uh, well, so they did. Does. They did, and then they put them behind the counter because, you know, they're expensive and people could lift them. True. Uh, take them, and well, You so, know, I have the Wawa app. Let me see if I can order batteries through the Wawa. Yeah, app. okay, yeah. <laughs> and you have to pick that. whether you want them hot or cold. I do, uh, I love the Wawa app. The Wawa app and the it's Duncan great. app, they're both really, really convenient. And then, uh, how often do you get free coffee at Wawa with your? Pretty often. Wawa like app? if you buy, oh. I mean, if you buy a Wawa coffee every day, or a, you know, a soft pretzel and a banana, for example, uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> you get the Wawa rewards pretty, pretty quickly. I tell you, I always forget to use my <laughs> my Duncan. <laughs> Points. I always forget. Oh, Steve, I, you're I, missing out. I know. I'm I got to go shopping with you. Oh man, I've got. Yeah, I have a lot on my Duncan. Yeah, uh, and I think I used to buy think coffee a lot. At this point, you can probably become a franchisee for free. Yeah, I, yeah. I buy their their whole bean coffee. Uh, we, we grind it at home. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. So uh, what? What, I know what Wawa doesn't have, and uh, because I found out the hard way, because I was uh, just jonesing for some microwave popcorn, and so they didn't have any microwave popcorn. So I ended up just getting the hers popcorn, which is. It's, you know, it's a nice That's excellent. Yeah. I'll tell you what they do sometimes is they'll take something and they'll, 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 they'll take a box of it and open it up and sell them individually. Mm. Like, uh, I love the blueberry of Fig Newtons. So, and they do come in a regular box, but they will open up the box and sell the little Fig Newton separately. And I'm like... Wait, like one Fig Newton at a time? Well, the little packages no, that come like, out. No, it's like okay. two or four mm-hmm. yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Okay. Preston's yeah. son um, turned me on to the uh, warm chocolate chip cookie that you order at the counter. Yes. Was that Parker that told you about uh-huh. that? Yeah. And I, I did not know that that, that was counter, yeah. The actual food counter yeah. where you're ordering Yeah, when food? you go to the yeah. kiosk, um, it is... I think you got to go to, like, milkshakes and desserts or something like what? that. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. So, um, Kathy, I apologize because you were going to say something. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're you're done. Yeah. Oh. He yields his time. I was yes. going to completely disagree with this guy about the pirate's booty. I love pirate's yes, booty. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, you know what? I I heard him say that too, and I'm like, no. I like people buy booty. that. It's not gas like the chips he's talking about. But. You know what? What chip? I and I told you guys about it. I've I've has been a complete mystery to me. Is the uh, the potato chips are in, it's in a black? Uh, it's it's oh man, voodoo. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, do people? I never see anybody leaving with those. I've never had them. And I think I mentioned or I, or, or maybe I, I tweeted out a picture of it. I got a lot of responses of, dude, those are awesome. Oh, uh, no. oh I've seen oh. those. You yeah, know, the, Zappos. Yeah. So, so Wawa is primarily food. Uh, and 7-Eleven has more. You, that's where you will find. Batteries. Is it, you're, you yeah. will find. Uh, like, yeah. You're anti, right. Antifreeze. Oh, well, here's Jim. Jim was going to mention the batteries. Hi, Jim. Good morning. Hey, how you doing, guys? Wawa has never sold batteries. I can remember when my son was a little baby, and he's 36 years old now. (laughs) Christmas morning, oh, we forgot batteries. Going to a Wawa. Never did it back then, and they still do not today. That's not true. They they have sold batteries. Are you sure, Casey? Are you willing to go to court? I am. Thanks, Jim. All right. Yeah, I don't we'll think they sell that. them currently, but I, I agree with Casey. I remember buying batteries a while ago. Were they originally known, Nick, as a battery? You, they, they, they were called they were Battery Depot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All Battery then, Wawa. Yep. And then, um, yeah, Wawa and then they were like, one. Wawa has a bit of ring to it. And yeah. then as people were walking around looking and shopping, maybe we should sell some coffee. You guys remember the old jingle? We do it just a little, a little bit, bit better. Wawa. No. Your battery was, What era was that? That was before 80s. your time in Philly, I guess. Okay. So, yeah. Your number one battery wholesaler. <laughs> no, the old school old school jingle was, uh, that was classic for the area. Huh. Let me go to. Sing it again? We do it just a little bit better. <laughs> Wawa. Let me go to. At Wawa. Shay. Hi, Shay. No. Good morning. Hi, 
good morning. Hey, Marissa, settle the controversy. Find the, the, the old Wawa jingle if you can because uh, they, they can't Dang. figure it out. I'm sorry, Shay. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm actually a, uh, an employee of Wawa. Okay. Um, and my biggest pet peeve is with coffee. <laughs> Aha. Okay. Do tell. So when customers come in and they treat it like it's the employee's job to go and clean up the canisters of sugar where they dump the coffee cups in the trash can. Yeah. It makes me wonder, what do your countertops look like at home? No, no, you're right. I've seen it. I've seen it sometimes. Very filthy. If I spill something... I clean it up. I throw everything in the in, in the garbage can. But there are people who, you know, what I don't understand too. When you go in there, and I like I like the fat free milk, and in the in the area where the milks are, you know, the 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 the, uh, the uh, quarts of milk ready to go. There's one clearly open, and someone will open up a second one. Like, hey, dude, this. You, Boy, they take the lids off and throw them out. They draw out the lids. Savages. I w- let me ask you if this is proper etiquette or not, Shay. If I'm using creamer or something like that from that little well, that little cooled well where they have that stuff, uh, and I use the last bit of it, I will throw it in the trash. Is that a proper thing to do? Well, yeah. If it's like the big one and then you just throw it right out, that's different. But there are some people that literally leave the empty container in the dairy well and don't even tell us. Those are child molesters. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. One wait, thing wait. that I've always... Go ahead. Is she still on? Yeah. Do you sell batteries? We do not. Okay, because uh-huh. we're getting a lot of controversy on the text board. Some people are saying they absolutely do, and some people are saying they absolutely do not. I wonder if that is a... So- absolutely never sold batteries. Ah, she says never. All right. As a milk farm. They, uh, as a milk farm, yeah, not it, a battery farm. In Wawa, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We, we, need to get, we need to get Chris Geisen, the uh, CEO, yeah, on let's the phone. get him on right now. And uh, see if we can figure this may, out. May I, here's something that's always sort of bothered me, Preston. Do you need to ask Shay, or are we good to go? Well, maybe I can ask Shay. <laughs> You're now our default expert. With the cappuccino machine and all that stuff, you have the well at the bottom of it. Has Have they ever designed one that would allow, that is sort of an actual runoff that goes into a sink or something, you know? Like, for example, God, I wish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Because it's such a sloppy hellhole, and people don't realize that they've that you can't just pour stuff into that, that it's just a tray. So that's yes. that's my pet peeve. I just yelled at a customer about a week ago. He said, Ma'am, your cappuccino machine's not working. Okay, sir, I'll be right there. And he goes, Okay, and continues to press the button. I didn't even turn my back. I said, if you keep pressing the buttons, you're just going to make a bigger mess. I'm going to rip you away. <laughs> no, I'm going to kill you with all these batteries we got back here. Thank you, Shay. Appreciate it. Uh, here's a text. says, worked at, worked at Wawa, sold batteries uh, by the register until nine or ten years ago. Okay. Also, you sell microwave popcorn and other grocery items, and now it's like a it's quick snacks and deli foods. Did they sell ever sell struts for pickup trucks? Not that, well, I don't know. Okay. We, we lost Shay. She's not on the phone line. She oh, man. Uh, but yeah, there, there used to be um, a deli counter. Right. And you could you just get buy deli oh, sliced yeah. meats. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can still do that, can't you? Mm-hmm. Can't you buy? Oh, I believe I you can actually so. request to purchase deli meat from Wawa. From we Get Shay back on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my friend is, he works in the corporate office, and he says, uh, we used to sell batteries. We currently do not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So everyone was right, and yet everyone was wrong. <laughs> Here's the classic genius. We do it just a little bit better at Wawa. 
What was the... <laughs> he said no at, I said there was an at. <laughs> I got it wrong. Yeah. Play it again. There so was at. Yeah. We do it just a little bit better. Yeah, you I also like that. added a like a weird uh, trumpet in there that, that was probably work. like thirty years ago. <laughs> Wait, it sounded like they said our our D is hard. We slide. Yeah. Yeah. Our D's are hard, and we slide in. Some <laughs> we more. smile a little more. <laughs> There, was, there it well, is. You're both wrong. So listen, there's, there's a horn kick, okay, and there's no at Holy in the crap. final wow. Wawa. It's more of a stamp. Oh, so here, you both right. You guys need to hug, hug it out. Come hug on. It this out. is beautiful. Hug it This out. is beautiful. I'm so happy oh for you gosh. guys. Oh, my gosh. See, there can be yeah. world peace. There it is. Wow. 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 It's so gratifying. <laughs> Local chain of convenience stores admits to being a wreck. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and their D's are admits to being erect. What you need in every store. You do it just a little bit Wait, that, well, how come that one guy's ahead of the yeah. others? Wow. 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 Yeah. And I told you if you were drunk not to show up for the recording. <laughs> That's some guy out front using the trash can. Wow. That's a guy out front who's eating on the trash can. Just a little bit better. Wow. 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 No, you idiots. Three, two, one. Wow. Three, two, one. Get out of here. Do you guys want a little more insight ah! on the batteries at Wawa? Yeah. Okay, so apparently a lot of the employees uh, think that they should sell batteries. However, their numbers show uh, that they don't sell well. The only time they sold well was during Christmas. Christmas. Of course. Well, uh, sure. okay. well maybe, maybe it would behoove them to have a uh, like a, a temporary, like that um, uh, the, 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 the basket rack, you know, that yeah. put it in there with a couple of batteries because on Christmas morning, you, while you're right. going to get whatever you're getting, you know, d- hell, Dunkin' Donuts could do it. <laughs> sell batteries wherever you sell coffee. I mean, so much of their business model at Wawa is, just, is predicated on how much time it takes for people to get in and out. Right. They, yeah. they want people to come in and they want people to leave. And so I guess if anything slows that up, it's like everything is precisely uh, precisely placed around the store. Right. 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 Uh, they used to sell playing cards, too. If like, <laughs> really? You need like a deck of cards. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, there's some. There, if you go towards the the front in 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 my particular Wawa by the by the checkout counter, that's where some kind of interesting, like I told you, motor oil, right? Uh, and I guess playing cards and mm-hmm. little little uh, kind of impulse buy ladders, you know, like your motor oil. If you just want to motor oil, Ooh. that looks good. Five W thirty. I was <laughs> in the mood. I didn't that's even exotic. Know. Uh, Do let you me... have oil exclusively for two stroke engines? Let me go to John. Hey, John. Good morning. John, you're on the air. Mm-hmm. All right, says yeah. the wah wah. Wa- yeah, hey. So when I was uh, when I was a kid or a teenager, I guess a hundred years ago, we used to have sell Taco Bell at Wawa. Taco they used Bell? to sell Taco Bell at Wawa. Wait, because yeah. well, hang on, I got something to add to that. But which Wawa sold sold Taco Bell? It was right in your case in Brumall. Taco Wawa. What? Yeah, they had Taco Bell. It, it didn't last long because I had friends that worked at Wawa. And you had to hmm. fill out a clip. You'd go to the counter. Huh. All right. That was right next to the McDonald's that sold Whoppers. <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, uh, I won. I won like three. I found three tacos, and then 
you would go pay for it. And when you went back, my buddy would fill the bag with about 75 pounds. <laughs> it didn't last long. The right. Wawa near Lou Turks, uh, they used to sell Pizza Hut. They would sell oh, okay. uh, little like mini pizzas and huh. breadsticks. Bre- yeah. breadsticks. We would go there oftentimes just to get the breadsticks. So, so how how would Thanks, it possibly? Sean. How was Wawa selling Taco Bell? Well, I don't know maybe because they, maybe they worked on a partnership. There was a yeah, partnership a with bit. Wawa and Dunkin' Donuts for a stretch too. Wawa had uh, Dunkin' Donuts um, kiosks within the Wawa. So Before you they got their own coffee. Yeah, and so oh. well, you is know, that why Lou Turks was selling breadsticks? No, but <laughs> we would um, we would go into the Wawa in Paoli, uh, and uh, uh, at two a.m. they would throw out all the donuts that they weren't using anymore, so you get trash bags filled. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you'd be like a great white uh-huh. in the uh, in the parking lot. Yeah, those are free. There's um, it's almost kind of like a no-no being the uh, unofficial mayor of Ducca. I've never actually been inside Lou Turks. And I won't go in now because they redid it. And so I think it lost its charm. Of, the original of, luster? Yeah. Yeah. Of what it used to be. I've, I've been in their case. Yeah. Yeah, it was something special, let me tell you. <laughs> Aren't uh, they all something special? They're all something special. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, there was, oh wait, what was a question I was going to mention? Somebody had texted in something about, and I've lost it. Oh, damn it. what it was. Um, but hang on a second. Uh, Jess remembers something kind of off the wall <laughs> they used to sell there. Hi, Jess. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, um, Jess? I, I remember going to the Prospect Park Wawa, and my mom would send me and my friends to go buy AOL minutes. <laughs> For the internet. <laughs> For the internet, yes. We could oh go down gosh. there, and they had them buy the batteries, which I remember, too. Uh-huh. And we would go and go buy her AOL minutes, like hmm. when the internet started. <laughs> they probably had phone cards too. You remember those? Yes, yeah. they, they're quite prevalent. So, so you, I'm sure at Wawa now you could get Wawa gift cards. I believe I've seen them. I've seen oh, them up at the register. Yeah. yeah, you used to, I and I, them. I think Seven Eleven now kind Thanks, of took Jess. over, yeah. and they have a whole like half aisle of. Xbox cards. And, yeah, Wawa has that too. Yeah. So oh, do not, they? Ju- yeah. not just their own product, but okay. you can get, uh, you know, uh, for Amazon and, and other right. uh, cards. Where and, is that? Is that up at the counter? Yeah, it's up near it, yeah. uh, at least uh, by the one that I go to. But okay. yeah, because around Christmas time, we'll buy a bunch of, of gift cards. These are nice yeah. and easy to hand out to people. So Jess just mentioned that Wawa on Prospect Park, and I just need to play this song because that Wawa doesn't exist anymore. So for that Wawa and, you know, Wawa number one and all the Wawas in between that aren't there anymore, you know, we miss you. It's rare that a Wawa goes away, right? Well, they build a super Wawa right down the street. God, I'd love to have a super. I mean, my little quaint Germantown Wawa is really wonderful, but it's... It, it's it, it can't it can't with it, the, the amount of people in there at any one time are blowing the walls off the place. We got to make a change. Uh, so yeah, the, the you know some of the smaller ones still exist. The one down here on Belmont is yeah, one, one and of the right around the corner. Yeah. That's yeah. a death Hill. trap getting yeah. in and out of that parking lot. Yeah, yes, Rock Hill and oh, Rock Con- Hill, Conjunction Con- I mean, State Road, that corner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But the new one, there's something charming about them. But once you go to a new one, you're like, no, we don't need those little ones anymore. Yeah, once you have waiter service, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're all good to go. <laughs> uh, but this is an interesting. Uh, um, Conversation or thought, Mr. Elliot, right this way about what type of person you are when you are waiting for your order. Do you block the chips? Do you block the coffee island? Do you block the prepared food? Do you stand in the middle in the way of everybody? Uh, do you stand in front of the counter like a psychopath? He says, or uh, in a corner where you won't hear your order called. So let me ask you one more wild, wild question: uh, When you're online and you're in a row of people. And um, the register on the other side opens up. 
Do you inform the person in front of you? Yeah, I try to. Uh, yes, and and yeah. if it, I, I, I will give it the yeah, effort. Yeah. And if nobody moves, and I'm then I'm heading over there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember what I was going to uh, mention. Um, do you guys, your Wawa's have uh, separate um, tobacco lines? No. No. Oh, no. no. Yeah, because they, uh, they Mine's did. Mine's very tiny. And one of our old ones had, had uh, you know, tobacco sales here. That makes sense. And that would, yeah, that would help out a lot. Because that takes a while. Yes, it does. When you're buying cigs? It just adds uh, to, you know, you can only get it at that. And so they had other... Uh, um, check out areas that didn't have yeah. tobacco and it would just make things a little more. Yours are so fancy they allow you to roll your own cigarettes, correct? If you want, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you can. It's kind of old school. No filters. <laughs> but, yeah. Sir, your papers <laughs> and your tobacco. Um, hang on. We got a bunch of former employees. Uh, oh, yeah. Hang on. Let me, go, <laughs> let me go to Dan here. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Sorry to bother you bitches at work. <laughs> nah, no biggie. So listen, you worked there uh, quite a while ago, right? 42 years Holy old. Holy hell. 40. Years old. Okay. And, we uh, sold, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say some interesting items back then. We sold smut books. <laughs> smut? We, smut books, yeah. Porn mags. Yes. Porn, yeah. Yeah, we sold the, the first hustler that came with a scratch and sniff centerfold. <laughs> what? So, you, they, you, they, most of those places, Wawa, 7 Eleven, yeah, the, a yeah. lot of them sold. Sure. They'd have them and they'd have some sort of wrapper on them to just yeah. cover the cover. Yeah. But yeah, they, they would sell them. Yeah. And my boss and I may have been the ones to open up the first one. <laughs> and <laughs> for scratch and sniff. We sold. Edible underwear. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. They sold that quickly, too. I did not open up one of those. Uh, lunch meat we sold. Yeah. And uh, I got held up at uh, this time of the year, which was a lot of fun. All right. Uh, where, which which location was this, Dan? It was across from the uh, the Willow Grove Mall. It's now a different business. It was Wawa 29. <laughs> wow. Wawa 29. Wawa All right. 29. All nice. right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Dan. Didn't know about the... The smut. edible underwear. And smut mags. And smut magazines. Wow, interesting. All right, interesting discussion. But uh, thanks for your calls. We appreciate it. Uh, let us take a break and yes. come back in just a moment or two because we got some other things that we need to get to. Hang in there. We'll tell you about the new Word of the Week prize in case you haven't heard about that yet. When we come back and more, stay put. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. I'd like to do a couple of shout-outs real quick. Let's do it. Uh, if you don't mind. Uh, and this one says, I would like to request a Neil Diamond birthday shout-out. Mm. Is it his birthday today? No. Uh, oh. Actually, this is for January 26th. One day after, it says one day after your birthday. But I, I don't know. We've never done a Neil Diamond shout-out. I think we ever have. We do Tom Jones. Yeah. Should okay. we do that? Well, no, because listen to this story. She All said right. It says... She's a huge Neil fan All right. and went to every concert when he came to town. Also, one of the most violent concerts I've ever been to. What? Oh, okay. One of the most violent. Casey's just gestured to me. Is it possible? Did we do a... F- no. Right. I'm saying we could. Oh. I don't think we ever have, uh, but... Uh, Anyway, this is one of the most violent concerts that I've ever been to. One husband was yelling at his wife while being escorted out because she threw up on a guy in front of her. The the entire time, all she said was, I can't believe I threw up on him. And then on the way out of the concert, two women were getting in a fist fight because one bumped into the other's mom and didn't say sorry. Wow. (laughs) 
You would, um, you would expect much more from a Neil Diamond crowd, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, so uh, Eric goes on to say that you wrote in, Mom is the rock of the family and one tough mother. Her name is Lee. Thank you, guys, and don't forget that moose. So that is from Eric Horowitz. And I just found that funny yeah. that Neil Diamond was one of the most violent concerts <laughs> he's ever been to. Yeah. So right. an, a Neil Diamond shout out. We want to try this? Can you try, try. I'll, I'll it? It's going to be hard, it, right? It, it will be, but... I don't. You my need... farts aren't my on this board. I, I need the rapid fire instant replay. Yeah, yeah it's uh, the wrong what? sound effect unit. We we'll have to work on that another yeah, I time. Think, well, but I think we it. officially did a Neil Diamond shard out. We so did. We, we did what? accomplish it. Um, all right, you want to try it again? All right, one more time. Wait, yeah. This is the last time. Yeah, that's right. All right, here we go. It's still not right. You would, you would get... All right, one more time. Right, one more right. time, Case. Hit it again. Oh. Here we go. That's a little bit better. It takes some practice. I, I need a more punctuated fart. Yeah. And uh, you know, any artist will tell you that uh, those are few and far between. No. All right, and then another one says, uh, hey, good morning, uh, Kenny. I mean, Presbo. <laughs> and it says, oh, you're there. <laughs> Uh, I want to send a huge, wet, moist, juicy shout-out to one of my best friends, AJ, who works alongside me every day, rain, snow, or shine, uh, with my good buddy's landscape company. Uh, he was an amazing addition to our group about a year ago, and we'd be lost without him. He works so damn hard, busts his ass day in and day out. It's always He's always available when we need him and makes the day go by with his amazing work ethic, great sense of humor, and all-around fantastic personality. And I know that being recognized on the radio would make his day. Thanks for all that you and the gang do to keep the people laughing and smiling. Rage on, my brother. And that is from Sean Riley in Havertown, Delco. So a shout out. And there you go. And we're happy to send that one out. And I would like to congratulate uh, Brittany and Daniel because they're getting married August 6th of 2022. Uh, they sent us an invitation to their wedding. Aww. I have no idea who these people are, but... Uh, <laughs> Let me see. Hold up the picture. Maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe I've forgotten. They're a lovely couple. They are a lovely couple. And they Aww. sent me... Their invitation is on a magnet. Oh. And it's got a uh, it's got a website, which I didn't know. So if you have a... It's a save the date. It says save the date, and it's got a heart around their faces, and it's a big magnet, so you can stick it on your you know refrigerator, and you'll never you. forget about it. Yeah. But they have their own website for the event. It's, uh, you know, The Knot, the website? Yes. TheKnot.com and slash, and then it says... Uh, Wait, you're going to give out their website? No. Oh, okay, okay. But it's got their names yeah, yeah, after yeah. that. Okay. And so then you can go and find out the information. About Get all your info. It. That's kind of cool. That's yeah. pretty thorough. Yeah. It's the wave of the future. Uh, so I guess they just got engaged or something, and they, they uh, have picked a date or whatever. Love. So congratulations. Love. It's about love. <laughs> love those guys. So uh, congratulations uh, to you. I have a question. Yes. Um, because this morning I got a text message and it was along the lines of um it said, Hey, I'm twenty four and hot. Oh and want to see if you get want to get together and bang or something. Nice. Oh, man. Did you click on the link? Good for of you. Of course I did. <laughs> so here's the deal. I've been getting yeah. more Me spam too. texts lately. Okay, yeah. so I'm not alone. Yep. Yeah. I've been getting more spam texts lately. I got a yeah. And Jenny, and I just turned 18, and I've never been hornier ever. Yeah, ever heard of jerk mate? <laughs> and so I'm like, when when did this become a thing? Because I don't ever the remember. The texting stuff is crazy. I don't remember 
spam text messages, spam calls all the time. Yep. Yes, absolutely. But the texts have just started happening. What, what so are you guys I, I, getting? Well, I got a packing one this weekend, and it was like, uh, your package is going to be delivered. It's being packed right now. Oh, yeah. And so... Um, uh, I have ones that are like AT and T. We just received your payment. AT and T is a constant, but yeah. I don't I don't keep them anymore. I just I delete them I right away. I delete the whole thing the yeah. and, then, yeah. and then block the number. Yeah, yeah. Because I got one. Ooh, it was I like that. it yeah. was like uh, yo yo John, what's going on? You, you ever know, have a jerk mate? Haven't seen you. Haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> and so I responded. They back. called you John. Yeah. Okay. So I responded back because I'm like, oh, they got the wrong I number. I got one of those too. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, not John. You got the wrong number. And then she, That's what they want. she responded back like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. And it was a picture of a hot chick. Uh-huh. And I was like, mm, okay. Um, well, what are you wearing? Is what I texted back <laughs> yeah. to her. Yeah. And then, uh, no. And now she's a jerk mate. <laughs> you immediately yeah, go to your wife. Kind of jerk mate. Immediately go, look, honey, look what I got. No, because that wasn't just a- in case you see something. This is, you know, no. That- what you do is you. Hold the phone close to you and go. This yeah. is nothing, by the way. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Yeah, uh, no, it's not I, my jerk mate. Because when that happened, I think I was here, or I, I wasn't anywhere near uh, my spouse or anything like that. But I just deleted it, blocked the caller. You know, yeah, is the it? ones that I get have the same, like very similar phone number. So they they type exactly my number, uh, and then like. 20 other numbers with just the last number being different. I will tell you what you don't do whenever you see that. You don't know what it is. Don't, don't. I never, I don't even open open it. it. No. Delete it. If it's that important, you will, listen, if it's a legitimate jerk mate, then you'll, they'll make sure that you find out. (laughs) By the way, here's a text that says, I got a text from Amazon that my shotgun was arriving (laughs) today. (laughs) This other person says they've actually changed their number. Because it's gotten so out of hand. Because they've gotten so many texts, uh, so much text spam. I, I get think. a lot from PayPal. Do you? Yeah, like saying uh, it's all garbage. Hey, there's an issue or whatever. Right. I know it is because I don't ever use PayPal, so right. I know exa- I know immediately that it's spam. Hang on, Clint got the same text I got this morning. Hang on a second, Clint. Good morning. Oh, Preston, you got my text message this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were hot. <laughs> knew it. So, yeah, I got, I got my text message this morning the same way. And it's been so frequently, I had to also change my number because they ended up taking my number and calling people overseas. What? Oh, wow. I didn't realize yes, that was the case. We talked about this. Remember, it happened to me and my best friend. I was getting text messages from her that were not from her, not coming from her phone, but they were her phone number. See, th- this can be an issue. Dude, thanks. So they're, they're they're basically copying your number. A lot of times when you get spam uh, calls, Preston, you, you'll know that the number looks a lot like your number, save for yeah. a few right. digits. That's how yeah. they do it. That's how their robocaller is conducting it. But we're yeah. getting so I'm getting so many spam calls that I actually <sighs> was missing a, a very important phone call. Uh, I had ordered a concert poster, um, right. and the uh, so I ordered two. Long story short, they kept calling me to tell me that I could only get one, and I had to pick one, had to pick one, had to pick one. And then finally, I ended up getting a text message on Friday from the lady from the toll-free number calling me. She's like, hey, this is Michelle from from the fish, uh, yeah. you know, poster. And I was like, oh, shoot, because I had just gotten that phone call from a toll-free number. And so I reluctantly called, called her, and I'm like, hey, you know, and, and it turns out it was legit, but I had been sending that to voicemail. Well, that's the problem, is it, what happens, it starts to muck up legitimate communications you're getting. Yeah. You know? I, I don't check my more, voicemail. I think it's more because we're using our cell phones so much more in that, like, nobody has 
rarely will, will somebody have a landline that they use if you order something online or anytime you put your phone number in it they say yeah. that the information isn't going anywhere but a lot of times people it will buy out. that buy that info yeah and so we're just using our number for way more it's right. a ton of stuff do you you have a landline do you not I do. Yeah. Yep. Do I do the as phone well. Number? You know, do you know the phone number? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Because yeah. I have a landline. I don't know the number. <laughs> oh, my God. That's I so do. And, and honestly, Kathy, all it is is political calls. Yeah. And it's, it's, oh, yeah. oh, it's, it's oh, 100%. all junk. All day long yeah. uh, spam. Uh, yeah. You know, but it's just, it, yeah. it, it's it's bogus calls yeah. all day long. I ju- We just have become accustomed. The only ones that are legitimate are like from CVS when our, our prescriptions are in. Right, right, right. Um, right. And, and that's it. But the rest of them, we just ignore. We have learned to ignore the phone ringing. Yeah. I use it for our conference call at night because I get a better signal. This, I get a delay right. on when I when I call in, so I use that. Uh, I have a landline only because it, for some reason it makes my cable bill cheaper. It's cheaper to have three things, you right. know, uh, landline, uh, cable, and jerk uh, me. <laughs> jerk me. And, and internet. as well, yeah. Yo, ever heard of jerk me? But my landline has been disconnected for <laughs> years. So I, it just doesn't even ring. You pay for it, but it's just disconnected. It's just, yeah. just disconnected, so I have no problems using my uh, landline for or, you know, if I'm signing up for something. I just had a spam text right now. It says, you seriously? It's, it's, it's time for your physical. Dr. Mike loves you. Oh. <laughs> Total spam. spam. That's what it says. Wow. Uh, hang on. We have somebody who works in this field. It is Steve, who is a fraud cybersecurity investigator. Oh. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Morning, guys. How are you? Good. All right, man. So this has been, this is really over the past month or so stepped up a lot in my world. Yeah, it's called smishing, S-M-I-S-H-I-N-G. It's the idea of using SMS text messaging to send, like you used to get uh, phishing emails. Right. So, you know, email is not as receptive. When you get a text message, you're more likely to read it right away. Yeah. So the bad guys want you to read stuff right away, and you're more likely to click on stuff in your phone than you are on your computer. All right, so I, the yeah. bad guys, it's cheaper for them. All right, so where can this lead to danger, Steve, for, for yourself? Well, yeah, we, anything like you don't want to click on links like you don't in your email. You don't want to do the same thing in your text messaging because anything you're clicking on is going to send you, send you somewhere with this potentially of downloading malware to your phone. Okay. And then once they have malware on your phone, take your phone and throw out the window. And and what what's the motivation to do that for these people that are doing it? It's all money. It's about money. So about so they clicks. they they get they get malware in your phone and then what they they can access uh, your personal information, your credit cards, things like that, and your bank well, bank account. Yeah, they'll access your, your credentials, essentially, right? They can get into what's called your container on your phone, and so they have access to your credentials. They can see other parts of your phone, your your, uh, your your location, all kinds of fun things they can get in there and see on your phone, right? And so just like installing malware on your computer, they do it on your phone because, let's be honest, your phone is just a miniature computer, right? That's what it is. So, Steve, Steve, let me ask you. So, And I, I go to great lengths, and I have LifeLock, and I have all these different things. But if somebody's really, if you have a practiced top-level a group or or a person who wants to gain access to your stuff, they're going to be able to do it, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, anybody who's in cyber and fraud can tell you, like, LifeLock and these services are handy, but they're always two to three weeks behind, right? They're always catching up to the bad guy. Right. Um, so if you're relying on those things to protect yourself, you are putting yourself up for uh, exposure. To what, what would you say is the definitive methodology for protecting your phone uh, from stuff like this? Is it just simply you don't recognize it, you delete it? Yeah, I mean, the first thing, as, as mentioned earlier, is really just ex- who you're sharing your phone number with, right? Don't yeah. share it with anybody, everybody out there. Um, don't use it for contest, which is, a, unfortunately, what you guys do all too often, right? Yeah. 
uh, you know, so anytime you expose your phone number, it's basically being sold, not always for bad, right? But the idea about your data and your phone is being sold for marketing purposes. And these same marketing lists that are, that are sold to travel agencies and retail stores are available for purchase uh, by the bad guys uh, at relatively very, very cheap rate. You can get hundreds of thousands of phone numbers to text uh, for under a couple bucks, right? And then the service, as you mentioned, is a robo service, right? right? It's an auto script text messaging. You can use it uh, and send millions of text messages for pennies on the dollar. And if you get one person to click on it, it's worth their while. Steve, in general, how secure is a jerk mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife's listening, so I'd be very, I'll plead the fifth on that one. No, Steve, um, so when I got that text message from the person saying, hey, John, blah, 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 haven't seen you in a while, me texting back, that doesn't do anything, right? No, it absolutely confirms that your number is valid, and you've been added to basically what they call the sucker list. Right. So it means it's a good number, and they're going to continue to hound that number. Uh, and they sell that number to saying this is valid number, it's a valid number, continue to go. All right. All right. So if, you're, if, if anybody out there gets a text message saying, hey, wrong name, haven't seen you in a while, what's going on, don't even respond. Casey. Don't respond, yeah. block it. Yeah. Block it. I can't believe you it. responded. I'm actually really good at, like, you know, I don't touch anything. Like, But, but why would that, you respond to that? You didn't know that was spam? Uh, it just seemed like a wrong number. It just seemed like a wrong number. He was helping somebody out. Casey's yeah. a helper. I, I got the same thing. I was like, absolutely because not. Because I sent texts. this is not me. Kath, I've sent texts like that. You know, like, uh, we had, um, who do you call him on? Uh, from uh, the, the Love Connection guy, Steve Ward. Yeah. And I texted him weeks prior saying, Yo. hey, man, how you doing? And he never got back to me. It's not his number anymore. So stuff uh, like that happens all the time. And right. you could be like one number off. So, right. hey, um, uh, Steve, I pulled up the uh, the FTC's website, and they uh, they say you can report spam messages uh, by forwarding it on to 7726, which I guess is spam. Uh, um, have you heard of being able to report uh, to the government, and, and are, is that effective at all? Yeah, I mean, absolutely report anything you get, right, because it's the amount of data aggregation. If they're getting a significant amount of complaints about a particular number, a particular scam, right, for example, as you mentioned, you know, you're getting anything from, you know, uh, connectivity to old friends, right, to grandparent scams, the idea of you're, you're receiving a shipment today and here's the, here's the FedEx link to click. It's not a FedEx link, right? right. Anytime those, those scams are running, right, the, the federal government is going to try to aggregate those together and go after. Uh, these things are all being run overseas. Typically, they're coming out of, uh, you know, Asia Pacific area, right? Uh, the call centers, right? And those calls have to go somewhere, right? Um, so, yeah, you can definitely report it. You can report the FTC. You can report that it's called the IC3, which is Internet Crimes Complaint Center. So it's IC3.gov, I believe. Uh, that's also a good place to report anytime you've been a victim of financial or cyber fraud. Hey, I have a question for you, uh, Steve. You know, you mentioned that uh, a lot of these threats come from uh, from foreign countries. Are there uh, are there scammers in the United States that are scamming people of other countries as well? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Everybody thinks the United States is innocent in this, right? But uh, we, we are definitely doing the same um, as well. Yeah, there's uh, a-holes everywhere. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just ask a proctologist. <laughs> yeah, but you, uh, uh, that's why I'm like, you know, you never hear that side of it. But, yeah, there's got to be people here doing the exact same thing. Bastards. Other people in other countries. So, wow. Interesting. Well, keeps you employed, Steve. So, uh, yep. yeah, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Absolutely, guys. Have a great day. Right, Thank you. you. See you. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it has just stepped up exponentially lately. Crazy. And somewhere along the line, somebody got the number, and, and like Casey, I guess they, they found out I'm, I'm a human being. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker, as he had said. A sucker number. Yeah. So wow. with the AT&T thing, I, I have never, I know we, we, we pay our bills and we, we yeah, do I don't, regular, respond, I don't ever it. respond. Just delete it immediately. If it's that important, uh-huh. they'll find ways to get in touch with you. Yeah. I have had the same phone number for 22 years. 
Yeah. I don't ever want to have to change it. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Yeah, I've had the same number for, yeah, same, same similar amount of time, and I have no intention yeah, of changing you, it. Listen, it's like when you have your email stuff and everything. I know you security-wise, you get sick of, I mean, you know, the way they'd have you changing the, your information is so constant, it's probably the right thing to do, but it gets to be annoying after a while, yeah. for Christ's sake. Yeah. Kath, have you ever had to change your number? No, I've had my phone number since um, it was... Like a phone that I kept in my glove box in my car. Wow, what's the number? <laughs> what was the number you gave to Bill Weston? Um, it's six seven five three zero nine. I keep right. calling your house and I don't know. It, did you change your number? She legit gave him eight six seven five three zero nine. Hi, Gary. You're on the line. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank you, Gary. Hey. Uh, you... Oh, Gary. <laughs> you. <laughs> You wanted to yeah, I was share afraid something. you guys were going to think I was Gary Lauer calling in. No, <laughs> um, Hey, so I'll just say um, I, I'm in the military. I'll just put it like that. I'm right. listening to you guys from California. Oh, and, uh, awesome. You know, the, I was listening to a cyber guy, and, you know, they're talking about targeting populations. Obviously, we're an obvious one that you want to go after because um, of all the different information you have access to. Um, there was a second there where I was on a smaller installation. My roommate started getting texts. Um, Essentially, it was very threatening text, and it appeared to be from the cartels, actually. Uh-huh. What it was telling people was, um, hey, we're going to come after your family. Uh, we have your names and your numbers. Um, if you don't start talking to us, we're going to um, you know, uh, expose some secrets on it. And they would get very, very graphic pictures of, uh, let's just say, males with uh, – you know, on their knees and then other parts of them in front of them oh, on the floor. Whoa. Stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, it got... That's brutal. So that, and so you're saying in the military, a lot of times the cartels are looking to really F, F you guys up or screw with you, they'll they'll do stuff like that. Well, I wouldn't say it's particularly them. It could just be someone randomly trying right. to get information. I gotcha. Okay. Um, but they, they use that as kind of a kind of a threat basis. And it's probably just pictures they get off the dark web. Sure. But it gets into some pretty dark stuff where they're trying to threaten guys. So, you know, my buddy actually, he reported to the appropriate authorities. And I'd say they took it serious, but they were also like, yeah, we've had on this single installation alone about 35 people mm-hmm. um, get the same text chain. You're talking not a very big one, maybe hundreds of people in that population. So, wow. yeah, they get, yeah, they get very serious about how they try to target Um on some of these things. Well, I mean, Gary, we, we, we've heard stories about, you know, we, you'll people, somebody will be, uh, they'll get a call, they'll get a text that say, we have your um, your son. Yeah, yeah, we've kidnapped yeah. your son. We need you to do. And, and they'll, they play it just the right way where they convince somebody that a family member's been abducted and they'll go take out money. And that hasn't happened at all. It happens, you know, fairly frequently. Yep. And you got to figure with a young population like we have, it, you know, you get someone who from a certain part of the country doesn't, you know, they don't fully understand how this stuff works. Right. Uh, it, quickly, you got someone giving information or sending a text back instead of reporting it. So, yeah, it's it, get, it gets interesting. It, it's, it's, right. it's good information. It's probably always a good idea to take a breath before you respond or panic over seeing something like that. My, so I always, said, I always say to my wife, Claire, uh, come to me. Let me take a look at it first because uh, a lot of times you need just a second set of eyes on something because you're panicking. You go, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks, yeah, Gary. We appreciate you listening out in California, man. Have a good one. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, see you later, Gary. Oh, Gary! <laughs> this is great just to use that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I. I've just seen. You know. And the one that got this morning. That was the one that that I've seen kind of cross over the line. Yeah. The other. The other ones have been very. 
uh, straight ahead. Hey, it's AT and T. We received your payment, or or you know, click this link because whatever. But this one was flat out. Hey, I'm 24 and hot. Mm-hmm. It had little kissy uh, oh. emojis on it and everything. <laughs> and I'm like, and seriously, man. So that wasn't from Bill. <laughs> I'm pretty hot. Check the number. Kissy, kissy, smoochy, smoochy. <laughs> Bummed about the Bills' loss. Oh, he's so bummed. Uh, he's trying to get some off his mind. I just, I just need to be held. He was, yeah, he was, he was so yeah. far down in the dumps. He decided to let his true feelings he's be really vulnerable right now. Uh, I want to kiss you. Uh, hang on, let me go to uh, Wesley. Hey, Wesley. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. Sorry to bother you guys at work. Good morning, Ed, sir. What's up, Wesley? So I work for a mattress retailer in Springfield, and. We get all the 1-800 calls for the company come through there because we sell beds, deliver beds nationwide. And someone actually spoofed the 800 number. We we were getting calls from all over the place for people wanting to buy dildos. From wanting wow. to buy dildos? Oh, so that was more of a prank, sounds like. Uh, it, I don't know what the deal was, but we got calls for like two weeks. And we had to have like our IT people fix it and, and get us off this spoofing thing. It was ridiculous. Well, let me ask you, regardless of that, Wesley, what's your dildo number? <laughs> <laughs> oh, your dildo number. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Wow. That's, that's wild. Yeah, I guess Thanks, that, that Wesley. happens. Well, you know, the, uh, the other caller was right, though, with the frequency that which we're using the, the, the texting. I mean, even the most reticent people. Mm. Uh, now, you, you're, 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 there's... Stuff you just can't do unless you're doing that, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's just all sorts of stuff that is absolutely predicated on using your phone for the, the various apps and, and, and ways of communication. Nick, so that uh, the Federal Trade uh, Commission yeah. said... FTC.gov, and then the, the spam number is 7726. So you, so you copy the message, it says, and yeah. forward it to 7726 or just the, the word spam. Right. And that, that reports it. And then you want to you want to delete and block after that, I would imagine. You know what, though, Preston? You remember, like, a couple of years ago, oh, we're going to take care of this. We're going to take care of mail spam. We're going right. to take care of all this. Yeah. And, and it happens for a little bit, and then it just comes back. Yep, 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 yep. Hey, let me ask you, because I just got a notice in the mail uh, that I am I have a jury duty. Right. Um, and I'm going to show up, obviously. Right. But can you use that as an excuse for not showing up to the jury duty? Or like, oh, I did it? I didn't think. No, that... I, I thought it was spam. I didn't. I didn't. Trust I doubt them. it. No, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, if have you talked to your jerk mate? <laughs> I, have, I have not. Not yet. I mean, it's a good call, though. Yo, ever heard of jerk mate? Um, no, I would think that they would say to you, "Well, why didn't you call us and verify?" <laughs> I was afraid to call the number. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I I didn't want to look up the real number. I was. Are you mocking me because of my fears? Yeah. So you got jury duty coming up? Yeah, March. Okay. And, you know, luckily, it's, Go a do it. it's a Friday. Yep. Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. I saw a couple of things. Uh, dare to say I noticed them, I guess. All right, Joe, boy. I wanted to mention this. This was kind of interesting. Uh, there's a new trend that's popping up among uh, people who are divorced or going through divorce. And that is now creating a divorce registry. Have we talked about this? I no. don't think so. We've probably talked of similar things, but um, uh, do tell. While some divorcees uh, all years were already using Amazon wish list, a bunch of divorce specific platforms have mm-hmm. popped up recently to provide a more official service. Uh, Fresh Starts Registry mm-hmm. launched in October of last year and allows one to build a registry. 
and has recommendations for products, divorce lawyers, and therapists. Oh. Starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these are actually things that are all directly tangential to getting divorced. Correct. Not like a toaster oven. Right. I thought it was like you're coming to the divorce party. Right, Here yeah, are the yeah. things I need now that I don't. I need a crock yeah. pot. Yeah. I lost the crock yeah. pot in the yeah. toaster in the yeah. divorce, <laughs> totally. so I need, uh, yeah. That's well, what it, I thought it was. It might be that, too, because it does say products. It says uh, recommendations for products, divorce lawyers, and therapists. Oh, yeah, maybe things, that. Yeah. things that you're I, losing in the divorce. I totally needed all. I didn't have any silverware. I didn't have any plates. I'm like, I went to Sears with my mom, and I was like, all right, this is the saddest <laughs> moment of my life, but uh, I need cutlery. Wow. Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, um, but, yeah, the divorce party, I've heard of that before. For, you know, like a yeah. chance, go out and have a good time. Uh, so, Divorcist is another platform, and it is currently in the soft launch phase, huh. and reportedly plans to release its registry future, uh, feature in February. Uh, Divorcist co-founder Eliza Cousin says, "Our mission is to make divorce and separation dignified. We're trying to elevate divorce, uh, separation, and breakups to the same status as a life event." Well, it is a life event. It is. You're right. It's it, an important it, it, event. It's still like yes. half of the marriages in this country end in them. So, you know, it's a pretty uh, viable um, resource. Yeah, it says not a happy one, but one that deserves recognition. I, I have to disagree. Sometimes divorce is a great occasion. Sure. It needs to be, it, you know, this needed to be done. You yeah. know, it's, it can be celebrated. You've cited your parents. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, yes. It's my understanding that in the the Jewish faith, and I, I don't know whether you have to be Orthodox or what this story is, but a lot of times divorce is approached that way. Like, the, really? it, it is not... Um, it's not the scourge of of um, you know uh, the, the Mary. Yes, right. So it's something that is some. It's it's sometimes a, a a likely and most obvious progression in in people's lives mm-hmm. if they realize that they're not good together and that it is the civilized way to proceed. Uh, I you know uh, and again I hope I'm understanding that correctly. It was explained to me by a Jewish friend, but. Uh, I don't know if that's the case, but I think that's the way to do it. Sometimes it's like, why did you ever get married in the first place? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and but, now you can use the divorcist. But I found that quite interesting that, uh, that yes, there's a there's now a registry for things that you might need if you're going through that. I mean, and, stop and think about it. You, you're, you're now bereft of everything you brought you brought together. It's. I, I'm curious as to what stage because there are divorces and we've known it uh, that have dragged out for two, three oh, years, yeah, yeah, even longer than that. Oh, sometimes yeah. horrible. And so where you just keep getting stuff, you know. I, I don't. It's know. It's funny because you know when my wife and I got divorced and it was pretty amicable and, and we divided some of the stuff up, but she ended up just with a lot of things just in storage by, right, by yeah. default or whatever. And so I mean we've been divorced for six or seven years at this point. I'll still get stuff back from her. You know, like I go over to her house and she's go. like, hey, I found these things. I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. Here's your dear strawberry card. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, Nick is getting text messages from people who also lost their cutlery. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, it's weird, man, but like things that you don't even think about. You're like, you got to oh, have a knife. Yeah. What was the leanest and meanest when you were a bachelor? I had like I had like a fork, a knife, and a spoon. Yeah, we wow. one that I would just clean after every meal. <laughs> That's all you, you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to do that now because the amount of dishes that end up in my sink. Oh, I'm like, Jesus. dude, we do, all we need are five dishes, five spoons. <laughs> you did that five, a while back when they were younger. Remember, you, everybody gets their dish and mm-hmm. spoon, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and knife and fork. 
And that's and, it. And that's it. And that's all. And it was all color coordinated. I'm like, you get the the red one, you get the white one, you get the black one. And it like, worked for a little while. I remember you coming back and reporting that it was successful initially. Yeah, and then you know, just like everything else, I'm like, I don't feel like policing this anymore. Right. Because, well, listen, yeah, that's everyone, including your jerkmate, has to chip in. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, please. I mean, yo, ever heard of jerkmate? Yeah, so, and then like you know, so if you have guests over, then you have like maybe a pantry full of other. You know, China wear your finest paper plates. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Getting back to divorce, I wonder how long most divorced people hang on to uh, shared passwords for things like Netflix because I know I did for two or three years, and then finally she was like, "And then was it like one day you couldn't watch Netflix?" (laughs) No, she was just like. (laughs) You probably should get your own Netflix account at this point. I'm like, yeah. How would she have known? I guess you had your own account. I think or, or your own like, uh, your own profile. Maybe. I yeah. guess it's really over. There, <laughs> right? Well, you can only have a certain amount of devices, like depending on what you pay. I think so that's if she right. was logged in, yeah. she could probably only be logged in, you know, to one other device. Right. Or right. Something. Right. I know. I tried to explain it to my sister because I've let her borrow. Oh, no. You know, my Apple TV. Right. Plus. I'm like, I'm like. We have like six TVs in our house, you know, and she she doesn't quite understand how that works. But anyway, I'm allowed, give her a little break now with the broken rib. Yeah, I, you know what? I she, will. She fell in, into a dumpster. She deserves a little free Netflix. Do you know people who freely share their uh, their uh, streaming services with like their entire family? Oh, yes. sure, yeah. 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 Not no. me. No, no. Um, no. My, just a, it's just my wife. But oh, B, yeah. B, I uh, like. There are people who share it with their friends and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, no, that's yeah. the that's the road to hell. I have Hulu because uh, it's part of my Disney Plus. That's Hulu, what I have. Uh, but I don't have Hulu Plus where you can like watch live sports. There's uh, Hulu Plus. Yeah, there's like. Wait, a, a, Casey, a, 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 I I just had a conversation with uh-huh. my friend about this. She claims that I should get rid of everything and just do that because it comes with. Hulu with mm-hmm. the Disney and then all of the live stations so you can watch sports, you can watch the news, you right. can watch whatever you want. So I don't have that, but Chuck does. And we were trying to watch something at my uh, place down the shore. And so now I actually have my own profile on, on uh, Chuck oh, Amico's. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, dad, mom, you know, uh, Charlie Spencer and then Mr. Casey. I have my own thing. <laughs> this is I a good idea. To, I need to talk to Chuck because if that's the case, then... Why am I paying all this money? Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody suggested that you can make your profile named Add User, and then so that when it pops up on Netflix, it looks like there's just another profile, but it's called Add User. That's a pretty good idea. I like that. I love that. Yeah, okay. Um, and one more cutlery thing. Uh, somebody had said uh, uh, all of my cutlery when I was single came from Texas Roadhouse, Longhorn Steakhouse, and Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to, yeah. you know, get my, If you just lift one one of those each right. time you go, you know, you visits and you've got a whole set. When my mom passed away years ago and my dad, he was working in Texas at the time. And when my mom was still alive, you know, towards the end. And when she passed, he said, OK, I'm going to move now to Texas because, this is, you know, what the deal is. If you guys want to come, we did not want to. Right. Um, you know, and that was uh, but it, it sounds a lot less. Uh, it was totally amicable and cool and wonderful. But we just decided we were you know, we had our lives here. But. There was also a ton of stuff my dad didn't want to move out to Texas. Right. So, like, my brother and I rented our first apartment with a full china cabinet and, <laughs> and, and, and like, like cutlery and all this stuff. Yeah. And eventually it just whittled away down mm. to, like, what am I, what are we doing here? 
Do you guys have a favorite knife, fork, or uh, yes. uh, spoon? Yes. Favorite spoon, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's great for ice cream. One yeah. of my favorite spoons for ice cream is the long, thin one with the very... It's a smaller one, but it's long. And I don't know if you guys know. I don't. Gotta be solid though, what right? What kind of spoon this is? Yeah. Yes. No bending. So I, well, I microwave my ice cream. Okay. And then I do. I just do Spoons passing shaves on the top. Steve, is it is it the type of spoon that you would find in a you know when like uh, Caroline and I went to Ruby's Diner over the weekend, and so you order a milkshake and they bring yeah. you. The, they bring you the glass, oh. and yes. they bring you the, the milkshake yes. can, yeah. and that long, thin spoon is <laughs> exactly, in it. So this is exactly, exactly that kind. And press it all, she'll I find like, it like, I, I like, approve. like an iced tea. Like yes, a, yeah. yes uh, that's yeah. an iced tea. Yeah. Spoon. Right. Yes. You drove past my house. Um, not the way we came. Okay. Yeah, we came a different way. Purposely wanted to get past your house. Dude, yeah. I haven't had a Ruby's Burger in forever. We were, it's, it's like the last one around. I know. And we were, we went out just for a drive and she's like, can we go to Ruby's? I'm like, that's an hour away. I'm like, we can definitely. Yeah, let's Ruby's. do it. Yeah, it was great. But, uh, Nick, my uh, favorite spoon or Preston, <laughs> you were asking, uh, but I'm going to tell you, I Nick, would like to know. Uh, Preston, don't listen. This morning on the Preston and Steve show, cast members reveal their favorite spoons. Yeah, I know. Uh, the industry is still rocking. It's terrible. I have a spoon and a fork. It's obviously silver, but it's got like a, like a little bit of like a brushed nickel sort of a feel on the uh-huh. handle. Well, that's, man, that's my fave. Do you, do you have a little like a little like a little golf bag with your spoons <laughs> that you'll? Well, my my daughter does. Oh, yeah. My my daughter has her own. Um, she got way too many uh, reusable straws for Christmas, yeah. and she got her own cutlery that she brings to school with her. Oh, man. And yeah, I know. Jealous of the cutlery, I know. Mm. I would want like a little briefcase that you could open up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had a favorite like Fats Domino, Wait, like with it. with cutlery in it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we, there, yeah. There was a um, like your personal cutlery, your personal straw, your personal it's on long Shark spoon. Tank. Oh, is it? It was okay. on Shark, t- a Shark Tank. Yep. It's and a little case, it's and, a little you, and case. you'll take it like to a restaurant with you. You can take it with you. Yes, yep. like okay. that. Right. So yeah. I, I have a, and I stole this idea from Preston, but it's a you know, like a nail grooming kit. Yeah. But it's it's essentially that. It's and I absolutely love, and I saw yours, Preston. I'm like, I need to have one of those as well. But it's, I mean, it's, yeah, like it's a little really case. Yeah. Nice little case, and that'd be, that's a good like, idea. Bringing your own uh, your own knife, and uh, is this it, Kathy? We're looking at a. Uh... Uh, no, it was more, um, like the case was wow. plastic and they were smaller, um, I like this one. Folded up. Kind of yeah. nice. Comes with chopsticks, chopsticks, fork, knife, uh, a, a soup spoon, and then uh, a little tiny spoon. Remember when the guy brought his own fork to Club Risque? Uh, no, it, it was a spoon. Was it? And he this, put and, heroin in that thing. Yeah, and, and was eating out of the buffet. It wasn't just like putting things on a plate and eating it. Right. He was eating, eating out, out of the, the buffet with yeah. it. Multi-use spoon. Oh, I wonder yeah. whatever happened to him. I don't think he's alive. He's yeah. now a... Uh, Fortune 500 investor. Maybe. <laughs> got on Shark Tank. He stole from Nick, remember? <laughs> he yeah, he yeah. created this new... Kathy, <laughs> he's the guy that invented the bring your own... <laughs> He used, to, he used to ask to come into the studio to, quote, unquote, watch, watch a show, but he would... Wait lift, a minute. He would lift things from the... Um, Nick Murphy. He would steal has... things from the green room to, uh, to pawn it off. I what think. is it? Nick Murphy has, has? his... own. But what? With knife... Fork, spoon, uh, spoon, straw, little cleaner? cleaner for the straws. Oh, I love it. Nice. That's, That's amazing. Cool. You know what? I need to get one of these. Is that I'm from so Shark Tank? I need to get one of these. Murph, come over here to the microphone. Where did you get this? I bought that on the good old Amazon. I, I need, like it. Uh, so a spoon to eat my yogurt here, and uh, <laughs> it came with a. There was all black mat. Those are like all my silverware at home. Is all black mat silverware. It's really really nice. Okay. It's got cool little straw. Is I it like dishwasher it. You know what? Yeah. Nice. My birthday's tomorrow. 
And uh, my, my family could get me one. I bet they could order it from Amazon and have yeah. it in by tomorrow. Hey Definitely. Siri, remind yeah. me that Preston's birthday is tomorrow. What's that? <laughs> I said, hey, Siri, remind me that Preston's oh. birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> hey, Siri, remind me that Nick's birthday is Friday, too. Yes, <laughs> yeah. birthday is Friday. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. I have to get one of those. Very cool. You Thanks for sharing, uh, Murph. Appreciate that. All right. Well, anyhow, I didn't mean to spend all this time talking. No, we had to. Nonetheless. We had to. Uh, that's all I have time to notice. That was a super, that was a mini so, notice. I'm not even, forget it, I'm not even talking. That was an even teeny tiny notice. Maybe we, we could fit another one in this one. That was just easy. a sir. Um, we are going to take a break because we have some more Bizarre File stories I think you will appreciate when we get to them. So hang in there. We're not going to be going long. We'll come back with that right after this. Stay with us. WMMR.com. The one thing that rocks. Events, photo galleries, car gear in the rock shop. And WMMR.com. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Squeezed.com, the best juice cleanse on the market. You can lose inches, drop pounds, feel great, and sleep better. Now free shipping with the code radio at checkout. This is a crazy story out of Spain. A man has died after becoming trapped under a shipment of carrots. Oh, no! A 34-year-old man who is not identified died after a large, unspecified quantity of the root vegetable fell on top of him while he was working in an agricultural warehouse. Emergency services received a call about 3.05 a.m. informing them that a man had been trapped and was unconscious after a large number of carrots fell on him. Uh, An ambulance was dispatched to the scene. Uh, Despite the best efforts, the emergency services could do little to help the man who ended up dying at the scene. If you're going to be killed by a vegetable being crushed under one carrot, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'm rutabagas or something. I like carrots. Yeah. Yeah, rutabagas are just... Be, I mean, it, they sound be, funny. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah. Too stupid. Kumquats? No. No, you no, don't want to do no, that. No. Uh, the man was working for what is described as a family business, and his death has reportedly sent shockwaves through the municipality where he was well known. So that's tragedy. All right, this is, this is messed up. It's a lengthy story, but... All right. Uh, an upstate New York funeral home uh, proprietor is facing imminent criminal charges for allegedly keeping dead human bodies in advanced states of composition in his business and its detached garage. So he's keeping decomposing bodies in his garage? Yep, and it, it gets better. According to uh, Johnstown, New York Police Department, Brian M. Barnett, who owns the since-shuttered Eel Barnett Family Funeral Home, is on the cusp of being charged with three counts of concealment of a corpse, one count of grand larceny, and additional violations of state health law. Also planning to file two counts of child endangerment because the decaying bodies were left around with the children's toys in an area where the children who were in the residence had access to and presumably played. The police allege that the toys were near a decaying body and therefore causing a health risk to the children who lived in the residence. (sighs) Yep. Officers executed a search warrant at the funeral home in response to a complaint from a funeral home customer. The customer had for weeks been trying to reach Bennett, uh, but uh, Barnett was, uh, I'm sorry, Barnett, but Barnett was refusing to return phone calls. Barnett's- Isn't that the case, though? You, you buy toys for the kids and they always end up playing with the corpses. Barnett's <laughs> license had been suspended and the funeral home could not store or handle uh, any deceased persons. After multiple attempts to reach him, Barnett later contacted police. He then told detectives that he still had the human remains at the funeral home and no services had been completed in several weeks. Police were able to get the remains turned over to the uh, uh, attorney general of home for uh, proper services. 
Uh, and, no, not the attorney general. It's A.G. Cole Funeral Home. I saw A.G. and I thought yeah, it was the attorney Yeah, general. that's what I would think. So detectives then learned of yet another deceased person who had been retrieved <laughs> by Brian Barnett in late 2021. Call the CIA. CIA. No, CIA carpet cleaning service. <laughs> Death records indicated that the person had been cremated. When contacted, the crematorium listed on the death certificate had no record of a cremation being completed. Oh, my God. Patrol officers pulled Barnett over, and they said that Barnett was driving around with a box or a casket in the back of the vehicle. After knocking on the funeral home's front door for about 15 minutes, officers entered the premises and began a search. Barnett eventually appeared and was detained. He lived upstairs at the funeral home. Now, police found human remains within the funeral home that were not stored in a temperature-controlled location and were not cared for in any manner. It had to stink. Detectives noted excess furniture and household items stored around the remains. Detectives also noted signs of advanced decomposition due to the improper handling and storage. Police noticed that a significant amount of garbage and access furniture was rubbished about the funeral home's garage. Uh, in, in the garage, upon searching the garage, two additional human remains were located. They're just finding bodies all over the place. If, the, if they don't change their act, they're going to get a bad Yelp review. Both in advanced states of decomposition. Both persons appear to have been in the garbage for a substantial amount of time. Or in the garage, sorry. Uh, police also located over a dozen containers of cremated remains. Several containers did not have visible identification tags and were open. Police located the remains of four people and the ashes of 18 other ones. Oh, my God. Additional charges were likely because the funeral home may have been pocketing payments without providing a promised requisite service. So They were cutting uh, corners. Yeah, all kinds of mess up, yeah. man. Wow. Burying them in Carvel containers. Yeah. All right, moving on to something else. A self-styled pastor... And his wife had been arrested for allegedly keeping eight disabled people locked in the basement of their home. Oh, These people are monsters. Police say Curtis Keith Bankston uh, and his wife operated an unlicensed care facility near Atlanta, Georgia. Investigators say the pair controlled the finances of victims and sometimes withheld medical care. Paramedics responded to a report of a patient having a seizure on January 13th. After finding a door to the basement do- deadbolted, uh, emergency crews uh, notified police. Officers said they discovered eight physically or mentally disabled people between 25 and 65 locked in at certain times by Mr. Bankston and his wife, Sophia Bankston. And he's a preacher. Uh, Self-proclaimed preacher. An investigation revealed the couple had been uh, leasing the property for about 14 months and using it as a personal care home for the individuals, which police allege essentially imprisoned them against their will. Additionally, officers said they discovered Curtis Bankston was operating the facility under the guise of a church and claimed to be a pastor. Both he and Ms. Sims Bankston have been charged with false imprisonment. That's well, I hope just, they get the book uh, thrown at them. Just messed up. All right, we need one last story, a little lighter. Um, man, they were all messed up. Oh, man. All right, go for the least messed up. All right, uh, how about this one? A Texas woman is now out on bond after sheriff's deputy said she tried to purchase another woman's child while waiting in a checkout line at Walmart. Huh. Rebecca Taylor. May I ask you something? Are your children for sale? <laughs> Came up to the woman's shopping cart in the checkout line. The woman's cart had two children inside at the time, and Taylor started to make comments about one of the women's two children before allegedly asking if she could buy him for $250,000. Hmm. Uh, the that's, mother, that's serious Walmart money. Well, the mother refused her offer, and Taylor pressed further. She increased that offer to $500,000 and allegedly threatened to take the infant. Huh. Deputy said the mother still refused and was able to leave the store with her children safely, and that's when she notified authorities about what had happened. 
Some uh, serious money. Yeah, Taylor was arrested and charged with uh, sale or purchase of a child, a third-degree felony in Texas. All right, and there you go. I told you, man. It's and a I, dump. I still have more that we'll get to tomorrow. Some pretty wild stuff that happened over the weekend. But that is the bizarre file. Let's return in a moment. Let's ask you a question. We'll do the lesson question about today's program. We'll dive into the trash and music news as well. So hang tight. We'll be right back. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look, a week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash. Try this, get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Right now, we have something different to do. A lesson question to see if you've been paying attention. And up for grabs, a pair of tickets to see George Lopez, who's playing Saturday, March 12th at the Met in Philadelphia. Question that I ask you now is, who is the only non-family member who has been invited to Sidney Poitier's funeral? Early this morning. Let's see if you know who it was. Who was the only non-family member? They were having a private funeral service. Non-family member who has been invited to the Sydney Poitier funeral. 215-263-WMMR. If you heard it, you know you should call. We'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you by... WMMR Rock Shop. And don't forget that the President Steve logo winter hats are available. Another cool item in the MMR Rock Shop. I gotta get one. Pick one up today for you or as a gift. WMMR.com. Use the keyword shop. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Mark Cuban launching an online pharmacy that provides over 100 generic drugs at reduced prices. Cuban says his online pharmacy is perfect for anyone who isn't, quote, a pussy about expiration dates. Hey! Arnold Schwarzenegger was involved in a bad car accident accident that found his Yukon SUV rolled up on top of two other cars. Making matters worse, Arnold's accent-heavy 911 call had EMTs heading to a Home Depot looking for a woman giving birth. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Mars announcing that the M&M candy characters will become more inclusive and will feature an orange M&M with anxiety issues and a green M&M who will defy feminine stereotypes. As for now, Mars says they have no plans for an M&M character that advocates for healthy diets. <laughs> and that's your highlight. Let's get a winner if we can. Who is the only non-family member who has been invited to Sydney Portier's funeral? And we will go to, first and foremost, Debbie. See if she can get it right. Hi, Debbie. Good morning. Hey, thank you, Job Donkers. Oh, you <laughs> Job Donkers. donked it. All right. <laughs> did. Debbie, who was the only one invited to uh, Sydney Poitier's uh, funeral? Oh, that was Courtney Stodden. Courtney yeah. Stodden, yep. Ooh. Hang on. We'll get your info, and we will give to you the prize that you have earned. And it is a pair of tickets to see George Lopez, who's going to be performing Saturday, March 12th at the Met in Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. Let's get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! 
Zappa, Zappa cool, man. All right, we'll start with news about uh, Lizzie Hale and Hailstorm. She has opened up about their tour bus that caught on fire on Thursday morning. Uh, she said it happened at 3 a.m. Nobody was on the bus, but it was very emotional day yesterday. She said, I'm either crying or I was laughing hysterically uh, at it. And all, and, and sometimes combination of the two, just because it could have gone so left in many ways. And it's kind of like we dodged a bullet. Yeah. As to what caused the fire, Lizzie said the investigator said that it was something electrical, like in the walls or something. It basically started where mine and Josh's bunk would have been. Uh, which is kind of like the mid-bunk hall, and it's just crazy because the whole day I kept uh, telling uh, RJ, uh, who is her drummer and brother, um, because RJ and I are kind of notorious bunk sleepers. Even when we have days off, something with hotel rooms, I have trouble sleeping. And she said, and for some reason, that day RJ was like, um, I'm just going to do something in the room because I want to work out. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go have a bed uh, to myself or whatever. And it's just nuts because our amazing security guy ended up literally busting in with a fire extinguisher from the hotel but could not get back to the bunk hall. And she said it was just, according to everybody at the fire department, it was 15-foot flames. Wow. So everything was charred. I've lost a lot of things, which is why I'm actually talking to you on my phone instead of my iPad right now. But we're just lucky it's only stuff. It's just stuff, and we're all together, which is great. And you so, said they called the bunk hall? I don't know about that. The bus? Yeah. No, no, the bunk hall. Oh, oh, hall. Oh, bunk hole. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that that had to have freaked her out quite yeah. a bit. Yep. Lucky for them, they decided not to sleep in it. Totally. Pearl Jam is gearing up to record a new album with Ozzy Osbourne's producer Andrew Watt. Huh. Eddie Vedder revealed to the news, adding that the album would be recorded in between gigs. He said, "In between, I think we'll be recording it because now we've got a healthy ambition to do so." And I think we'll move for quick for a year or two, and then I can see us slowing down for a bit. We have the ability to play better than ever, but also know what we want to maintain uh, the health of the group and what we want to keep coming back. Does Ozzy's producer indicate that they're going to be going in a more straight-ahead rock fashion? No, nobody's indicated anything on that. Watts recently completed work on uh, Eddie's solo record, Earthling, which comes out on February 11th. Metallica and The Strokes will join Foo Fighters as headliners for the 2022 Boston Calling Festival this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, the full lineup uh, shared on Social Media Friday includes Haim, Avril Lavigne, Cheap Trick, The Struts, Run the Jewels, Weezer, Modest Mouse, and more. It's a pretty good bill. Yeah, it is. Uh, previously announced top liners, Rage Against the Machine, dropped off the, ro- the roster Thursday as they pushed back their summer tour due to concerns related uh, to coronavirus. A new set of Nirvana NFTs will launch next month in honor of Kurt Cobain's 55th birthday. Enemy reports that the non-fungible tokens will be released on February 20th and will be created from previously unreleased photos taken by Faith West at the band's 1991 gig at J.C. Dobbs here in Philadelphia. That's, that's pretty that? amazing, yeah. Uh, the price for the digital pieces being sold by Pop Legends begins at $99 and goes up to $250,000. Yikes. Yeah. Green Day teased some new music in the latest clip that they posted to their Instagram account. Uh, the snippet shows the band in the studio while the numbers 1972 flash on screen. Not the first time the mysterious numbers have appeared in a clip from the band. Last month... Uh, The same digits flashed on screen during a video of the band recording music at London's R.A.K. Studios. So not sure exactly what they mean, but they did have that. It's important numbers to them, or an important year. 
And then or it one, means nothing. And then one last thing. Uh, Fraggle Rock is back after 35 years. Wow. And Dave Grohl is involved. On Friday, as Fraggle Rock Back to the Rock premiered on Apple TV+, Plus, Foo Fighters released Fraggle Rock Rock, a song inspired by the Jim Henson Show's original theme. You're a big fan, Case, right? I was. I watched it um, a lot when I was a kid. I think I owned the first season on... And what were they, Dozers were the... Uh... Well, Dozers were... Dozers? They, um, they were these little guys that lived with the Fraggles. They were like construction would... workers, right? Yeah, but, and the Fraggles loved to eat the stuff that they used to construct their little... I don't even know. Things? Buildings? Buildings? Yeah. All right. Um, some of the main, uh, the original characters are going to be on there. Can you name a few of them? Uh, you had like Boober and, um, oh, geez, uh, Uncle Traveling Matt. Yep. Uh, yeah, the Gourds. Uh, oh, geez. Gobo. Gobo. Red. Red. Moki. Moki. Wembley. Wembley. Felcher. Go. Felcher was not one. Afraid of Felcher. <laughs> Uh, Dave Grohl sings, uh, we're going to rock our way to freedom, uh, going to run right back and see him, going to flip-flop, skippity-hop, back to Fraggle Rock. Is that the original lyrics case? Bum, 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 bum. No, dance your cares away. Worries for another day. Let the things play. Down, Down to Fraggle Rock. Rock. Hey, hey. But then the doozers would be like, work your cares away. Because <laughs> they always worked. Same lyrics before. <laughs> Uh, the just kind of sounded like the the guys from Em and Otter, like the uh, low voiced. Um, That's true. Yeah, I yeah. mean they were all like the same voiceover people. It's all Jim Henson yeah. Productions, right? Yeah. Okay. The 13 episode series premiered on Friday and follows the 2020 movie reboot Flag- Fraggle Rock. Rock on. Oh, the interesting thing about Fraggles and why and how they were created is like Jim Henson just wanted to sort of create this world where everybody was um, horrible. No, like. Uh, Loved and oh. you know, it was just you know, it was always like that was a cool thing about Jim Henson is he, he just wanted, wanted peace to and harmony. That's all he wanted. Yes, yeah. It's funny though. Steve had shown me this is a while back before yes. the Muppets. He did a series of, <laughs> of uh, commercials for yeah. this coffee yeah. company, <laughs> and they're incredibly violent in a cartoon <laughs> in a way. fun way. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I thought they were hilarious. They were great. Yeah, they were very funny. And it was they were pre- very Looney Tunes. It was pre Sesame Street. Stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, if you get a chance to look that up on on YouTube, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's worth a look because there's like people, <laughs> their heads exploding, and you know <laughs> yeah. these, these goofy characters. Uh, so, anyhow, Foo Fighters aren't the only stars joining the Fraggles on the show's soundtrack. Patti LaBelle uh, pairs up on Sunshine On Us Now, Moon Comes Soon. Uh, Cynthia Erivo is featured on Chase the Wind. And David Diggs, whose birthday is today, by the way, uh, funks it up with Go With the Flow. We're looking at the commercials here for Wilkins Instant Coffee. Yep. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of head crushing and uh, explosions. explosions and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, that's it in music news. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Wrap it up. That's what we'll do. Stay put. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look, a week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash. Try this, get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Coming to an end of our broadcast day. And what a day we have had, friend. Thank you for joining us. We do appreciate that. Um, and a reminder... Mm-hmm. Oh, that remind you of something. I can't remember what it was. It's okay, though. I'm sure we'll figure it out later on. Um, so, yeah, no guests today. So thank you for your calls. We appreciate that. It was cool. We had a good time chatting with you. Uh, learned about people falling in dumpsters. and uh, crazy yeah, story. Taking a dump in a dumpster. Oh, yes. Geez. Oh, my God. That was yeah. crazy. That was nuts. <laughs> Insane. As it was getting ready to be carted away. Yeah. It was carted away. Guy taking a dump in a dumpster. Pants down around his knees. Um, so we have a new word of the week prize. We need a new letter. I'm guessing, Casey, you're probably going to give that to us today. I can do it. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by the letter. P, as in platinum. All right, and P is the first letter. We got five all together. Uh, we're going to give away on Friday, once we have the word assembled, we're going to give away Steven Singer Jewelers Valentine's Day prize pack, including... A ring of hearts, diamond necklace, and a triple Emerald City rose bundle. One of each of their brand new roses, Emerald City 24 karat gold dip rose, uh, Emerald City rose gold rose, and the Emerald City platinum dipped rose. It's a lot. With the display, yeah. Uh, comes with the stand and signature rose scent. The stand is great, by the way. Uh, it's from Steven Singer Jewelers. You can visit IHateStevenSinger.com for fast, free shipping on Steven's signature gold-dipped roses for your Valentine's. We'll give that away on Friday. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Preston and Steve Radio Program today. Oh, geez, I did it again. Scared. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, Here we go. Now I can do it. All right. Uh, the Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Also, Duncan, official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And tomorrow on the program, wow, Kiefer Sutherland Yay! will be on the show. Huge fan. That'll be cool. And he's promoting music, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll talk to Kiefer, and tomorrow's a Tuesday, which means we'll have some ink to give away in the form of the Preston and Steve Tattoos Day. So that and more as we gather once again tomorrow morning. Pierre's in next. Ray John, have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow, my friend. Bye-bye. Buddy, it's good to have you on the bat bat, two da bat, two ba 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 ba